Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Framer, joined in the Sode Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, you're both idiots, and I hate you a lot. How you might? Connor did an impersonation of you. How would you rate it on a 1 to 10 scale? Uh, Like a... Two. It was. Uh, it, it was, was his piss best. Poor. It was his best effort. Piss poor. I love for him to come on and redeem himself sometime, <laughs> but I don't think he's ever, ever going to get that opportunity again. He was mad that I told the folks at home he was practicing beforehand. Yeah, that and, was embarrassing, and that was the result. That was really embarrassing. Bobo, how are you, man? Apparently, in your eyes, I say something folksy every time. Yes, folksy, like wise, just like you know, uh. just hands, you know, hand hewn wisdom, like out on the front patio, just whittling a stick. Mm. Mm. Smoking a pipe and mm. just thinking about deep life-related issues. Sure, that's how I picture Bobby <laughs> in his free time, like a like a plaid shirt, Gandalf yeah. sure. so, yeah, on his porch, overalls, whittling. yeah, like boots that overalls. are got mud on them. Trying to think of something wise. Sure, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Josh. You're welcome. I mean, that could be, it could be worse. Uh, you could be like uh, how we picture Johnny: shirt off, mm-hmm. shoes off, in a public bathroom, <laughs> just. <laughs> Let one rip at 11.35 a.m. on a Tuesday. (laughs) And here's the thing. You might think, Josh, why would you throw Johnny under the bus like that? Johnny will take this as an absolute compliment. He's like, guys, you're spot on. I'm there right now listening to you guys. That is 100% him. Yeah, Yeah. that's something we're looking into this year. More poop talk. We're going to really dig in. We see the value in poop jokes. Yeah. We always have. That's kind of one of the cornerstones of our brand. Adam. How many times a year do you think Johnny's using a public restroom to blow <laughs> I it I think out? how many times in a week is the better question. I agree with Josh Over, there. under, two and a half times in a week. I'm going over. Wow. I probably, so three of the five work days, he's I think having it's, to stop off. I think it's probably a push. I think there's oh, it's two. push, all right. <laughs> something's being pushed, and it ain't pee unless we're talking about poop. So the good thing about poop when you use the P emoji, it's a double P. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's, it sure. works out beautifully. We mm-hmm. don't understand the Zoomer lingo, guys, but we're trying. Pushing P, just is, I heard you guys explaining it last week. It's just like, it means it's good, right? Yeah, it's good. You it's wanna, a good it's, thing. You don't want to be pulling P. You want right. to be pushing P. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's my understanding of it. You, that's not pushing the P. I don't think that's an opposite. I think that's a completely different thing, Josh. Pulling the P? Pulling the P. That does sound, uh, that does take it into a new territory <laughs> now that I think about it a little bit. Sure. I'm sorry I took us there right off the top, <laughs> gentlemen. Addy, we should mention before we get into the uh, before we get into the intro here, we got some new music off new the top mu- of the yeah. show. Are we a music pod now? I guess we are. <laughs> yeah, new music from uh, Bowling Green Zone Astronomy Club. That was their new single, Just Fine. They will uh, they will be having a new album coming coming out pretty soon. Love so, that. This will be their second one, as you can tell. Those boys are are amazing. It's 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 unreal the amount of music we got and the amount of quality music we got being made here on Bowling Green. But yeah, just you know, uh, being able to pull from stuff like that and and use it on the pod for intros and uh, outros and you know segues. It's 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 uh, we're blessed. We're blessed, boys. It's not going to stop. Not going to stop. Yeah, we're going to keep more on reaching music. out. Yes. Yeah. To more bands, uh, but as you as you can see, it, it it's just the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Don't just come at us if you're trash. We don't have. I mean, we, I mean, we at this point, we 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 should be selective because we have Sugar Daisy and Astronomy mm-hmm. Club. I mean, that's a some heavy hitters. Doesn't right get there. much better than yeah. that. A yeah. tier right there. Very good stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big music guy. I'm a big uh, music blogger now. Mm. Oh, you're a blogger and a music YouTuber. Oh, you've taken it into the YouTuber yeah, blogger influencer, territory. all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Man, Just oh man, premier taste. 
I'm going to find you out here in the Soad Shack at like 3 a.m. doing your right? music YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm excited about the future of building my brand. We're excited for you, Addy. Adam's building eyes have been closed for 15 minutes. Right? <laughs> I don't need to see. It's too, the future's too bright. I need to keep them closed. You are nothing if not a brand builder, as we know. Oh, Addy. I love brand. It's the only thing that matters in this world. I'd like to put a brand, like a cattle brand, right on his ass. <laughs> I I his mouth. Yeah, clip that for social. Well, gentlemen. That would be good. That would be great. I mean, your face would melt. Do you know where to get one? Can you get a brand? Bobby, you're folksy and wise. Where can we get a brand? I have one here tomorrow at 8. That sounds good. Show up, Just heat Freddy. something up. Heat, heat something. up a spatula or something. <laughs> heat up a spatula. We have like a Santa Claus spatula. You want that on your ass? Here we go. <laughs> How does this always happen? Bobby comes back and it's like we descend into the eighth circle of just manic hell. Man, that'd be great. Let's do that. You want? If we to? can get enough. If we can get enough support. I'll do it. <laughs> get this. Give this tweet a thousand retweets, and I will brand my ass with a Santa spatula. I'm gonna put that as the episode title. All right, gentlemen, let's hit some news, and we are going to do a little buy-sell hole. We just got finished recording that segment with Tyler Huggins, formerly of the Don't Dynasty. give him a peek behind the curtain. We haven't done it yet, Josh. <laughs> yeah, we bring on Tyler very soon. Yes, he's coming up. He's waiting here at 1130 at night. We make our guests wait till late at night, so their takes are extra delirious. No, Tyler was awesome, formerly of the Dynasty Playbook. Follow him over on Twitter at HBOMIDP. Very much enjoyed that segment running through 12 or 13 IDPs, various ages, positions, teams, figuring out buy, sell, hold. Babos, one of your favorite segs. Yeah. Buy, sell, hold. Yeah, a little old, a little small guys. Mm-hmm. But we we bought a lot of them. You know, peek behind the, tur- peek behind the curtain, the turtin. Peek behind the turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. You've been pushing too much pee, I think. We've been pushing a lot of pee here lately, Josh. So let's, the hell out of this pee. let's hit the news quickly here, fellas, because uh, there's been a lot of stuff happening, but we got to get the Super Bowl preview as well. And before the break, big news, of course, that came down. Tom Brady officially retired. It looked like, is he going to come back and play another season just out of spite for Schefter and Darlington scooping him on his own retirement news? If there was ever anyone that would do that, it was absolutely Tom Brady, but he officially hangs it up. I think... All the digital ink that's been spilled and all the words that have been expressed on podcasts have covered it pretty well. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say. It's the greatest of all time. Walk-in Hall of Famer. Um, you like the way it happened, though? Would you have preferred him? To, I, I personally would have liked to have seen uh, him play another year and let us know ahead of time, hey, this is my this is my last year. Farewell If you want to come out and see me. Yep. Come on know, out. Come on out. Because also, I mean, the dude did just throw for 5,000 yards. He, he didn't lose. Second in the MVP voting. Yeah. I mean, almost came back against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I hate that we, we don't get another year. I mean, they were, they were, that's still a good team. They still could have, I think. Our last memory will be him with the bloody lip, you know, still dropping dimes to Mike Evans. Yeah, his last touchdown. I mean, yeah, his last touchdown throw was that 50 yard bomb to Mike Evans. Over Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. He tweeted about that today. He said, I can't believe the GOAT's last TD was going to be on me. I was sticking Jalen's craw, probably. Yeah, for sure. 
But, uh, yeah, it was funny. I think it was uh, one of the guys from PFF tweeted their wins above replacement metric. This is a metric you often see in baseball, just like how good this guy is above a replacement level player. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the what's the gap between those two caliber of players? Since 2006, when the metric was invented, mm-hmm. it has been one player and one player only who was the NFL's leader in wins above replacement. It was Tom Brady. Mm. Every single year for 15 seasons, mm. he has been the highest in that metric. I just thought that was insane. Yeah. Literally not another player in 15 years. I just kind of don't care. Brady's great. Just go. You know? It's a, I mean, you know, I, I, it is tough. Same with Today's big, NFL. Same with Big Ben. When Ben retired, it's like, great, cool. Good, see you, Ben. There's a big Move difference, on. though, I think, between Ben. Oh, I agree. But I'm just saying retirements in general just don't, I don't know, they don't really do anything for me. I think, I'm also not 100% sure Brady's done either. That's what Connor and I were talking about today. He called me. He's like, do you actually think he's done? Yeah. I, I think he is. Now, the only thing I could see is if August rolls around, Kyle Trask has thrown like three picks in a preseason game, the whispers out of camp aren't great, and it's like maybe Brady starts to get the itch and comes back for one more ride in the saddle. I did see somebody talk today about how little he thanked New England for – the time he basically was he didn't thinking. put them in that Instagram post at all. Yeah, he he retweeted their statement and said, "Thanks, New England, I love you all." Which or almost made like it sound more like he. I'm was just, just doing this to shut you guys up, or he was just leaving Tampa Bay, and like, kind it's early too. Like, if you were really going to retire, wouldn't you probably do it like post Super Bowl, and then people can talk about you for like two months after the Super Bowl is over? I don't know. Just the timing's bizarre. His posts have been weird. Who cares though? If Maybe he there's a back, scandal coming out. Yeah. Uh-oh. I, I will say. I hope so. Yeah. One of my favorite takes on, uh, on, <laughs> on Brady was from Greg Rosenthal, who said that Brady has three seven-year spans of his career, all of which could be considered Hall of Fame worthy. Mm. He is literally a Hall of Famer in every seven-year span of his career. Like, that's insane. I think there's more coming. Whatever that is, I don't know. I think he's done. For what it's worth. Yeah, I think he's done. Seven rings. Seven rings, right? Yeah. Hell of a career. His favorite one's career. always the next one, though. That is true. He, he is a maniac. He a lot of time to sit around this offseason. I don't know. I thought he would. I thought we were going to see one more year. For sure. That's what Connor and I said. We both said, is this really the end? This was before he before the news broke on Saturday. And especially after, like, you, you know, all the reports came out, they're like, oh, no, the Schefter's doesn't have it, doesn't have it right. Yeah. He hasn't told the books. <laughs> like, no, he, oh, you he, oh, still are going to retire. Okay. And then you saw all these other insiders kind of coming to their aid of, like, no, Rappaport was like, yeah, he actually is going to retire. Peter King said it. And then it was like, all right, yeah, this is yeah. going to happen. It's just a matter of him timing it up. So, mm-hmm. more news, gentlemen. Sean Payton has officially stepped away. Uh, the... Other coaching vacancies that have been filled. We know the Saints will now need a new head coach. The Bears have hired Ryan Poles to be their GM. And Matt Eberflus, formerly the Colts defensive coordinator, to be their head coach, did not realize this until Arn put it in the dock. So they fired Ryan and Matt to hire Ryan and Matt. Mm. Hmm. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, for Ryan Time Poles, up. and Matt Eberflus. It's just a simulation, dude. We are, we are living in the Matrix. We are blue-pilled to death right now. So, 
Let's continue to connect the Aaron Rodgers to Denver rumors with Nathaniel Hackett, the former Packers offensive coordinator, being hired as their new head coach. A couple more uh, coaching vacancies we'll hit here. Addy, your Vikings hired Quezzy Adafo Mensa, the former Browns VP of football operations, to be their GM. Uh, added a head coach tonight as well. Is that official? Are we just seeing like leaked reports? Seems like Harbaugh is going to be the next head coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had seen the. Well, here's what I had seen I had seen Minnesota. Then I had heard he was picking Miami over, Mich- or over, uh, over Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Then I heard it was Minnesota again. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's the last I've seen of it. Okay, so it, Bobby, it kind of felt weird to me though. You got this like really kind of groundbreaking, out of left field hire with Adafo Mensa as the new GM, former like trader, right? Yeah. Like options mm-hmm. trader or whatever. And now you're going with a real kind of establishment coach in Jim Harbaugh. Does this strike you as odd at all? Um, I guess so. I don't know. The, the Vikings needed a change. They needed to do something different. Zimmer was not it. We asked you a couple months ago, what about Zimmer? And you said, ah, he can go. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how the Vikings felt. Like, they've been 500. Y'all have been an okay team. But it's just time to move on, do something different. Harbaugh will be fun. Um, He's always been a solid coach. Yeah. I mean, it'll always be. Always puts up, you know, winning teams together and, it, and does it really without a lot of talent. Yep. He just seems like cast from the same – die as a Zimmer type. Right. I can't mm-hmm. imagine he'd be fun to play for. No, if he you're seems a player. like kind of this hard ass college. Like, exactly. Judge, right. Judge. You know? Yeah. I don't know if you were trying to swing the pendulum away from Mike Zimmer's kind of frosty personality. I think Harbaugh's I, yeah. in that same mold. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the hire. Honestly. I mean, I, I did like the, the GM uh, hire. That was a good one, but yeah, this one, he's got to be a little more offensive minded though than Zimmer. Yeah, probably. I would think so. Yeah, but I mean, that, but not who Zimmer. else was really in the running for you all? Like who else was out there that they were seriously considering? I hadn't really heard anyone. I hadn't heard anyone serious consideration. Once Harbaugh's name came down, it seemed like that was the route they were going. But honestly, though, like no offense, but the Vikings are kind of in a tough spot. Kirk Cousins is kind of advanced in years, making a lot of money, possible cut. Dalvin Cook just got paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, he's aging as well. Here's the thing. You don't bring in Harbaugh to oversee a rebuild. Yeah. You bring him in to be a competing team. I think they're huh. going to just saddle it back up and ride out the same way they did yeah. in 2021. They'll give it, yeah, Kirk's going to have one more year and then. And Kirk's maddening. I'm glad he's not my quarterback because he's just good enough to keep his job and he's just bad enough to be annoying to watch. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. So, some other hires here as well. Uh, the Giants hired Joe Shane, who was the Bills' assistant general manager, to be their GM, and hired Brian Dable, the Bills' offensive coordinator, to be their head coach. So they've already commented that Daniel Jones is going to be the QB there. Uh, Brian Dable had the worst kind of hype video with his first day. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was like him driving up in his truck and like walking into the stadium. Looking they give me chills. As uncomfortable as I love how Rappaport was like, this is something out of Yellowstone. And, and then like, like he, he, uh, he shook the hand of the, the guy at the front door, right? Yeah. Yeah, they gave me chills. They gave you chills. You, you've been having a lot of chills, though, recently. I'm <laughs> coming off the Rona. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, coming off the COVID IR, I'm kind of worried about you here. Of course, uh, you know, uh, on this first day of Black History Month, so happy Black History Month to everyone out there. We do have to 
uh, talk about the news that Brian Flores is suing the NFL and naming four teams, I think it is, including the New York Giants. Of course, he had the story break with the Bill Belichick text messages in there where he got Brian Dable confused with Brian Flores and congratulated Flores on getting the Giants job, even though Flores hadn't interviewed yet. I don't just see this. No. He mixed up Brian Dable and Brian Flores. Yes. And so Flores uh, was like, Coach, I just want to be sure. Do you think you're talking to Brian Dable or Brian Flores? He's like, I'm sorry, man. I messed this up. They are going with Dable on that. I'm sorry. And he just said, thanks, Coach. Because Belichick was literally congratulating him on getting the job before Flores had even interviewed which tells you that if that was their Rooney rule hire or interview, I should say, that they violated that by uh, choosing maybe. Dayball before they even interviewed Flores. Wow. So I think Flores is pissed. Flores' co- coaching career in the NFL is finished. That's pretty much been the consensus that I've seen is like this guy will probably never coach again. Like when you take legal action against the league, thank wow. Colin Kaepernick, you don't get a job again. Mm-hmm. So he is, he's even said, like, I'm gifted with what I do as far as coaching, like that is my gift, but this goes beyond me. Which is crazy because he was one of the, you know, hot candidates about candidates. I thought he was going to land probably that Texans job. Would you rather have him or like a Jim Caldwell or like one of these retreads? Probably Flores. And that's Rappaport coming out as soon as he was fired saying he'll be a hot coaching candidate, probably land a job. Yeah, I hadn't heard a lot of Flores to a Denver talk. But yes, he, that was one of the teams he named in the suit as well. And apparently there are other coaches that have been interviewed in this cycle that are going to join in this class action lawsuit as being the victims of racial discrimination in the hiring practices for head coaches. Wow. Mm-hmm. So this is not going to go away. This story is only going to continue to snowball, and uh, we'll see where it goes. But, man, an absolute uh, just – heat-seeking news missile here right before we came out to the studio that I wanted to mention. So a couple other coaching bits of news here. The Raiders have hired Dave Ziegler, the Patriots uh, director of player personnel, to be their GM. And Josh McDaniels is back in the AFC West as the new head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I don't know about this one. This one, this one didn't do much for me. Al, or I should say, Mark Davis, Al Davis's son, has a history of taking these big swings. The last one didn't work out so well. Yes, McDaniels has had time to season and improve after he flamed out in Denver, mm-hmm. but I had forgotten just how bad that was, his original run in Denver. Yeah, that's right. Because he traded Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. traded Brandon Marshall, Traded up to draft Tim Tebow in the first round. Had a videotaping scandal. Got fired a year and a half into his tenure. That's right. That is pretty bad. Not as bad as you can go. It's 10 years ago. Wow. He was 32 years old. So very, very young. And there was always a lot of rumors like he was, I think, I remember when the Colts job came open, he was, seemed like he was going to be the next one. accepted the job. That's right. Yes. And then backed out right before, I think, he signed the contract. That's right. Well, uh, Vegas seems like a pretty fitting place for him to give it another try. So um, He was going to get one of these jobs. I didn't know which one it was going to be. I could have seen the Texans with the New England connection there. But but honestly, as far as like hires, that's probably one of the better hires. McDaniels is at least a 
He's a, a known better, quantity. better name than most of these. Yeah, and you get the package deal with Ziegler and McDaniel's, and they they brought something up. I was reading the athletic article about it, and it said these guys speak the same language, Bobo. Mm-hmm. They come from that New England, that that process of developing talent. Sure, that's an advantage when you're kind of starting over. Yeah, I just think about it in terms of players. It probably means that Carr's life is extended probably a little longer, and Carr's a fine quarterback. Um, in the NFL, fantasy, different story. But, yeah, that's an interesting hire. I, I don't know. I haven't had time to process all these coaching hires quite yet. But I do like the McDaniels hire. I, I agree with Adam. That's probably one of the better ones. It's time for him to have another try. I think he was, he was gonna, really young. He was going to get one of these jobs. And so it makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I like the stability and the kind of uh, alignment that you have yeah. with Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. That gives me hope, but man, let's let's hope he's telling the truth. Let's hope he yeah. has learned some lessons about dealing with people. He said that was the part I screwed up the first time around. I didn't know how to deal with people, mm-hmm. which I agree. I mean, shoot, I'm 20, 35. Sometimes I feel like I still don't know how to deal with people. I don't know how old McDaniel's was ten years ago, but he was probably around the same, That's, forty years old. Yeah, he's he's. So I guess he's probably in his early forties at this point. So yeah. I, I thought the Raiders were playing good football under their interim. I will tell you, there was a lot of stories coming out that the Raiders players were very upset they dismissed Passaccia. Passaccia, that's right. So, which I get. He seems like an awesome dude. Well, and it was kind of a rah-rah story of, you know, the whole Henry Ruggs stuff came out, and then the Gruden stuff came out, and everybody probably thought they were just, you know, left for dead. Dead and buried. Made the playoffs. Made the playoffs. I mean, something they hadn't done in a while. Did really well against Cincinnati, who is now in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, speaking of Rich Passaccia, he's one of the thousands of people who have interviewed for the Jaguars' <laughs> head coaching opening. They are interviewing or have interviewed Doug Peterson again. Um, they also, uh, in classic Jaguars fashion, missed out on their opportunity to interview Kevin O'Connell, mm. who is the, I believe, offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams. Because mm. you can't yeah. do your first interview while they're still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So... They had their window totally whiffed on it, and now probably will not get to hire O'Connell if that's the guy that they want. Mm. So you've had a year to figure this out, Jags, and uh, you know, or not a year, but about a half a year to figure this out, and this is what it's come to. So good job, Jacksonville. Who do you all think will be the hire there? Gosh, I'm but, still I'm still thinking it's Byron Leftwich. Yeah, that was my hope, uh, especially for Trevor Lawrence to give somebody. You know, this guy's just coached Tom Brady for the last two years. Um, got to spend some time with some good wide receivers like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, um, Gronkowski even. Um, yeah, I would hope it's Byron Leftwich, but it won't be. It'll be somebody dumb. I think Shad Khan's not a great owner. He's he's really not. Yeah. He's probably too involved with the football side of things. You know, I think he owns a plastic company here. He does, yeah. Um, I, Glasgow, I, I think. I had uh, heard word. I think the factory's maybe in Logan County. Somebody was saying, yeah, Shad Khan is uh, – like in town. Wasn't he in Russellville? I think that was a yeah. I told you that a couple yeah. years ago. I think it's in Russellville. But anyways, yeah. Crazy that the GM who's a, you know, billionaire of the Jacksonville Jaguars is in Russellville. Well, Kentucky. and that's the thing is, are they going to hire a new GM? Trent Balky's still yeah. there for some reason. Yeah, nobody can get along with We're him. We're talking about, you know, potentially a combination of uh, a GM. They were looking at uh, somebody from the Cardinals. Who was the former safety there? It's now one of their player personnel development guys. Um, I'd have to look it up. But it was somebody from the Cardinals 
with Byron Leftwich, and that was like a week ago, and mm. that is gone, just radio silence. So I kind of wonder maybe if Byron Leftwich is waiting to see if Bruce Arians retires now that Tom Brady's gone. That's a good call. Because I could see B.A. being like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to do this whole Kyle Trask thing. Yeah. Brady's or Gronk's Brady's gone. Gronk's going to be gone. Fournette's out the door. Godwin's out the door. Like, let me just ride off into the sunset with my Super Bowl ring and go back to drinking on my boat. Mm-hmm. If I were him, I want to get my hands on Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> Unlock that great talent. So we'll see where Jacksonville goes. I still think uh, Byron Leftwich is in play there, but it seems like they've got their heart set on O'Connell. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I feel like they probably would have hired someone at this point. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where they go. Gentlemen, let's talk about the Super Bowl. We are not going to be on Mike. Next week, we have a very special episode coming up with uh, Evan Ronda and Tom Kissingberry. Y'all will not want to miss. So let's give our Super Bowl predictions now. Mm. Babo, congratulations are in order. Your favorite team is back in the Super Bowl. It's weird. I didn't think we were going to be here. I think I, I originally called. I have to go back and see if I picked Rams or Bills to win the Super Bowl. I remember picking those two to make it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember who I picked to win. But... uh I don't know, man. I saw something. Yeah. I saw something special happening with this Rams team, and you know, props to them. They've gone through and beaten some good teams to get here. Yeah, you're. Uh, you're right. You were on the Stafford train early, and Stafford's been elite this year. Um, Stafford's throws. I mean, Cooper Cup's been crazy open. Robert Woods had a great year as well. Tyler Higby's been, you know, um, undervalued. I think for what he's done in our offense. Um, you know, the running. Game has sucked pretty much all year. Odell? Oh, Odell. Gosh. Odell's Adam. been really good. Um, what a resurgence there of Odell. Now, there's going to be some weird stuff in the offseason. I could maybe see us moving on from like a Robert Woods or something if they're wanting to bring in, you know, because Odell's, I like Odell. Does he get, re- does he re up there? So think? they've already talked it. They've already talked it with Von Miller as well. Supposedly there's extensions. And why would you not? If you're yeah. in the Super Bowl kind of easily, they haven't had. Too many difficult games yet. I mean, no. beat San Fran pretty easy last week. The week before, um, I don't even know who they played that week. Um, yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. They, they could have had a rougher road. Tampa Bay of 2020. Try to throw it away. That yeah. Game. 2020 would have been a harder year to play Tampa Bay. And then, thank goodness, they didn't have to play the uh, Packers. Um, but, yeah, man, the, the the Rams look good. And it's weird because we were running out Troy Reader and Traven Howard. Uh, Jordan Fuller, our green dot for the whole year, is on IR. They're, you know, now you got Eric Weddle and led the team in tackles last yep, game. Pretty wild. Uh, Nick Scott, who's Nick not Scott. great, is getting a ton of play. Terrell Burgess went back to the bench. Um, it's been a weird way that we've gotten here, but Cooper Cup, man, dear goodness, man, yeah. what a freak! Just can't be. I mean, you can't guard him. No, no, I don't remember Williams, whoever it was from uh, the 49ers, they put on him last game and. Just putting him in a blender. Just didn't know if he was running inside, outside, curl route. Just crazy. Yeah, crazy. This but, has been yeah, been the same story like, pretty much every week. But on the other side of the Super Bowl, I'm not going to underestimate the Bengals. You know, they did just beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, it, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. in Cincinnati. That's yeah. right. You know, and people twice this that. year have done that. Um, or they, beating Kansas City. They got a good front four linebackers. You know, Von Bell, Jesse Bates back there have been pretty solid. I do think the Rams will expose Eli Apple uh, to no end. Um, but Rams are going to win it. 
I think so too. That's my pick. The Rams are a three and a half point favorite. Okay. I, I like them to cover. I like mm-hmm. them to win. I think it'll be hopefully a high scoring game. Hopefully we're not in for mm-hmm. what the Ra- the last Rams Super Bowl looked like. I just don't see a repeat coming of that because I don't think the Bengals defense is on that level mm-hmm. with the Patriots defense from that Super Bowl. So I'm going to go something like, um, you know, 28-24 Rams. Yeah. I think it'll be a very close game. But uh, I do like the Rams to pull it out. I think this is what they've built this team for. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a feel-good story the Bengals are here. I yeah. think that they've beaten some good teams to get here. They deserve to be here. This is, you hope this is not an aberration or a blip where this is their one time to make it in and they never make it back, kind of like a Aaron Rodgers with the Packers type of situation. But um, I think this is the Rams year. It just kind of feels like this is what it's been building toward. So I'm going Rams. I'm going Bengals. Uh oh. I just like it. Just feels it. Just feels like it's the Bengals year. Oh, I'll be rooting hard for the Bengals. Sorry, Bobo, no, but I'll take it. I, oh, man, it's good. It's a good how, game. I think these teams are very evenly matched. Um, how do the Bengals win if they win? Um, the defense has to play as well as they played against the Chiefs. Yeah, the defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got to they got to pressure Matt Stafford to make some. You know, because I mean, Stafford will make some boneheaded Stafford, plays. I mean, he pretty much melted down in that Tampa Bay game up until the very end there with, with Cup. Um, and even then, it was still Cup that kind of made the exactly plays. right. Um, that's the thing; they're not going to really have an answer for Cup. I mean, no one has. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Bengals defense, uh, Bengals defense is very underrated and pretty good at every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, their offense is is. Really solid, too. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has to be unguardable. They cannot turn the ball over. The defense has to have a good game. Yeah, Jamar Chase has to Stafford win Stafford into some interceptions or, you know, dumb plays. The only issue is going to be, I'm sure Ramsey will shadow Chase. Even though he has been playing more of that star role, he has kind of been removed from that here some. Uh, who was it that – yeah, so when Mike Williams was fleecing Darius uh, Williams for the Rams – at that point of the game is when literally there's a play where Jalen Ramsey and Williams just swap sides of the field so that at that point Ramsey could play on Evans, and then Evans scored a touchdown on him. I think Chase will be guarded the whole game by Jalen Ramsey because they're not going to want to get beat by him. But T. Higgins is still really good. Tyler Boyd is still really good. C.J. Ozama hurt. There's a he chance hurt. both okay. the tight ends are banged up, but okay. there is a chance that both of them will play, Higby and Uzama. Yeah, for the most part, it seems like teams are going to be pretty close to full strength yep. for yeah. this point in the year. Kendall Blanton was a fine backup, but Cam Akers could have a good game. Um, the Bengals have proved, proven, I think, to uh, give up some yards on the ground. They're going to be at home. I think Akers plays better on that AstroTurf. I know That's I'm always kind of weird about they that. They are at home. That is something I forget. But weirdly mm-hmm. enough, they're the away team on the scoreboard. That's bizarre. Because away huh. and home for AFC and NFC flips every year. Hmm. So I will say the Bengals defense is probably better overall. Mm-hmm. The Rams defense has bigger stars. Yeah. So their stars have yeah. to play like stars. Well, Donald, Ramsey, Von Miller have to show up huge. They have to make uh, these second and third round picks that they've given away these next couple of years to bring in these guys worth it. Because – I think that's the key for the Rams is just like the Titans did. If they can bench, if they can sack Burrow eight or nine times again, which I really think they can, 
Um, that's going to be a long afternoon for Burrow. Yeah, they uh, the Chiefs proved that um, that getting pressure and yeah. getting sacks on Burrow is mm-hmm. not just like a copy and paste thing of what mm-hmm. the Titans did. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, you know repeatable necessarily week after week. It's not like this Bengals line is broken and you can't fix it because. Mm-hmm. Burrow has some escapability. Yeah, He's yeah. got some athleticism and some ability to get out of those kind of pressure situations. So, I don't know. I think it's um, it's a very close match. It's a weird matchup. Like it's I very just, weird. I just feel weird breaking down Rams Bengals. But uh, I can't. Can you believe that's the Super Bowl? It is. I can believe the Rams side. Just the Bengals were not a team that I saw even in the realm of possibilities coming out of the AFC side of it. It it's just always like, felt like Chiefs or Bills to yeah. me. It's almost like that um, that Chiefs-Bills game was just too emotional. Yeah. I mean, it was too, too much. You know, it was just too much. It's hard to follow that one up. Truly. And yet that game was still an awesome game. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, in the same way the Rams almost gagged it away against the Bucks, the Chiefs did gag it away against the Bengals. That's the biggest blown lead in AFC Championship history. How about Burrow, though? What a hero. Get, getting Dude. rid of Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. Thank you. That was the, Have y'all seen that? The champagne? Oh, yeah. What a horrible take. It worked out well. I mean, it, it was, we, we bashed them, and then... They're uh, gone. We banished them. We did it. We That's spoke our, it into existence. That was us that did that. Joey B is our conquering hero. Yep. Thank you, Joey B. All right, Eddie, give me a final score prediction. You think Bengals win... All right, yeah, Bengals 31, the L.A. Rams 30. Ooh, it's going to be a classic. 31-30. I will agree with your score. The Super Bowls are never as high-scoring as we want them to be. It's never 40 Unless it's like 35. Eagles-Pats, like that. Yeah, sure. We're talking about best games of, uh, like, because Bill's Chiefs got a lot of love for, like, yeah. best game of the past 20 years. Let's not forget that Super Bowl. Yeah. That was a fun one. People uh, people are going to crap on this, and and – Honestly, the Bengals line, I don't know, betting-wise, Bengals would be kind of fun to take. Um, as a Rams fan, I don't want to say that, but I'm sure the payout would probably be pretty nice. But the Bengals are they're a good team, man. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. People need to quit thinking about the Bengals as the Bengals. Um, Which is hard. There's a lot of stink to yeah. get Joe off Joe Burrow, team. man, he's sure. he's get used to them. Yeah. It's gonna, and, yeah, I think they're going to be contending for the next – 15 years so think about this i was looking the other day my buddy jordan ball who was on the pod with us back in may we were looking at super bowl tickets and the lowest ticket you could buy was about seven thousand dollars wow that's gone up because the last i saw it was fifty six hundred. Oh wow so that's gone up even more um oh my god so let's just say the seven thousand dollars let's just say the Jesus. average ticket because some of the tickets are like and you gotta fly grand. out to la and get a hotel or an airbnb so let's just say the average ticket's fifteen thousand dollars because there's gonna be some that's more there's gonna be some that's less because the six thousand was like as nosebleed as it gets, there. I think that stadium fits like eighty thousand people or so. You know how much revenue that is in oh one game God. just from tickets. Just do you, you have any idea? I know a, a very. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, they're. Uh, but the stadium's not seeing any. It's all these people that. One point two billion dollars. Jesus, isn't that crazy? That that's blew, absurd. That blows my mind that in one game, that's the kind of revenue you're going to bring in. But I don't know. I was actually on the IDP guys pod um, in the preseason. And they were talking about what are you going to do if the Rams are in the Super Bowl? 
And I was like, well, I'll be at home watching it on my TV. <laughs> I ain't going to be shelling out like 15K no. to go You got to go. No, you got to go. No chance. You have to go. You got to spend $20,000 to go. Ruin my family. <laughs> you really probably would because it's a flight out there, plus you're paying at no. least a grand just I'd to drive stay the old You got to take the wife. I drive the old Chevy, Josh. She make it. You really would. Just would you have to car. go by yourself just because it's so expensive? Or oh, yeah, you? just because I don't like people. <laughs> just, I don't be. like people. <laughs> He's just sitting by himself for $8,000. No yeah. Just basking in it. Let's see how long. All right, guess You got to get your ass whipped. Yeah. It's not even giving me uh, driving directions to L.A. from Bowling Green. So Josh, to gonna... drive there, Bobby, you would be looking it's at. It's a day and a half, isn't it? That is a 31-hour drive. That's easy. Yeah, 31 hours. You're a different man when you arrive. (laughs) (laughs) You're something. I don't know that you're a man anymore. You'll be finding the nearest car dealership because that boy ain't coming home. Yeah, you're just pushing the oil change for sure. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Okay, how many miles is that? 2,067 miles. Oh, yeah, we be getting an oil change. Yes, sir. A la Urban Meyer. Oh, yes, sir. Craps out in New Mexico. (laughs) We never see him again. I can make it, Josh. Craps out right around Area 51. Yep, I can make it. Fighting a Bengals fan. We could have just fought in Kentucky. Saved us both a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of hassle. It is funny that, Zach, looking at you, the pod that you all did, because Jordan's a Rams fan as well, right? So the post-draft pod that you guys did, it was a matchup of future Super Bowl fans. Got to get you guys together again. Shout out to Jordan for uh, calling me out on Twitter this year for uh, my Cooper Cup take of, is it the year to sell Cooper to... Cooper Cup. <laughs> Thanks, oh, man. Oh, no. It was not. It turns out it was not. I held the L for that one. Y'all buying Cooper Cup after this? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, Why as not? long as he's attached to Stafford. Did y'all see the video of the girl that dressed up like Cooper Cup? Yes. And, like, did the Right behind the screen, the interview, like, yeah. impersonating it him? It was very funny. It was great. That. I'll just send it to you. I've they, been off It's Twitter. Rachel Bonetta. She just got her own oh, podcast. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Let's go to break here and hear from our friends at Manscaped and joining us back in the ad read section of the pie. We got reality sports online back in the saddle with RSO. Very excited for year two with those fellas. So taking us to break though, astronomy club, let's hear a little more from their hit single. Just fine. Just fine. Just fine. Addy. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code IDPSHOW for 20% off plus free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. 
The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4,000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention that it's waterproof too? I'd like to propose making February 13th a national holiday as National Shave Your Balls Day. Who's with me? I think this is one holiday that men and women can get behind. This package also includes the Weed Whacker, nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. To complete the perfect package for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Start your day off with the deodorant for your boys, then stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. These formulations will also have your balls smelling like a king on the big day. And don't forget to smell good not only around your balls, but all over. Made with their signature scent, the Manscaped Refined cologne will complement your collection with smell perfection manscape created their products for a night just like this and will make your v-day date say wow great set of balls you have there go to manscape.com for our exclusive offer of 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code idp show your balls and lady will thank you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code idp show at manscape.com one more time, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code IDP Show. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, baby, it is the dynasty offseason. We are less than two weeks out from the Super Bowl between the Bengals and Rams. And we are so excited, not just for the big game, but for the annual rollover of the Reality Sports online platform to officially start the 2022 fantasy season. By now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about. And the IDP show is making it happen for listeners. We've partnered up with RSO to offer new members 10% off their annual site fee. Just use promo code IDP show after your 14-day trial is complete. So once the site rolls over to the 2022 league year in the days after the Super Bowl, you're going to get the free 14-day trial as a new member. And then once that trial is up, use promo code IDP show 
to get 10% off your site fee. So what are you waiting for? With RSO, you have free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tag, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. You're seeing the reason why RSO is the dynasty platform of choice for the main league of the big three and the IDP show. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Just remember to use promo code IDP Show to get 10% off the site fee. Again, once the site rolls over after the Super Bowl, get that 14-day trial. And then once that's up, you're going to want to use promo code IDP Show to get 10% off the site fee for your leagues in 2022. Couple weeks away, just giving you all a heads up. Hope you're as excited as we are. Fantasy just got real with Reality Sports Online. Welcome back to the IDP show. That, of course, was Sugar Daisy. Addie, we know they got their new single out right now, and uh, it slaps, as the kids like to say. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, big fan of it. Uh, everything they put out, just uh, gold. It's gold. So, yeah. Big fans of ours. We're big fans of theirs. Yeah, we're all, you know, the Bowling Green scene is just vibrant and well right now. And I think it's a big, big, uh, you know, big reason for it is because of Sugar Daisy and us. Yeah, and us. I'm glad you threw us in there to uh, include yeah. into why Bowling Green is a vibe when it comes probably to Probably leans more our way. I think we're probably, I, it's probably a 60-40 split. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good, good ratio. But uh, also a vibe. And also, we are big fans of this next guest here. You know him as H-Bomb IDP on Twitter for formerly of the Dynasty Playbook. It is Tyler Huggins. Tyler, thanks for joining us tonight, man. Man, guys, thanks for having me on. I love your show. Super fun. Kind of reminds me of the playbook a little bit. RIP, but uh, it's good to be on. I appreciate you guys having me. We'll be saying that soon, probably. <laughs> Come on now, Bobo. <laughs> Give us a little more credit. No, I like that you said, we were, we were talking a little bit before we got on air here, and you said one thing that you all always try to do with the playbook was just speak your mind. Just give your takes, be honest, be real, and uh, that's something we can definitely appreciate. I think we're going to get along beautifully. So, Tyler, we've got you on tonight for a very special Dynasty episode of Buy, Sell, Hold. It's funny, looking back, at our previous year's episodes. We did Dynasty Buy, Sell, Hold right around this same time last year. So it's like uh, it's like the Masters, Addy. It's a tr- tradition unlike any other. It's that time of the year. It's you good know? to get, a, I think, a lay of the land to kind of feel out like what the landscape is looking like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's always, you know, there's... Uh, it's hard to find, a, you know, a lot of resources out there that has, uh, you know, Dynasty Talk. So... Yeah, episodes like this, you know, having a roundtable discussion about these guys, I think it's very useful for the community. For the community. And Bob, we've got a very nice mix of different position Mm -hmm. groups and young guys, vets. Mm -hmm. Like it's, uh, we're going to 
kind of hit it from all angles tonight. Yeah, this is legitimately probably one of my favorite things to talk about as far as, you know, price checks, buy, sell, hold, you know, dynasty talk, what we're doing with guys, a baby, who'd you get? We might have to do that a little earlier. We've, we've had a few trades go down, but yeah. yeah, I heard it put pretty well on the ballers today that, you know, we're now in the 2021 reflection season yes. and we're now in the 2022 dynasty season. That's so what it is. Here we come. The, t- the, the calendar has turned. Hey, and, and, uh, Buy sell holds always better with Mr. Bob, just because Bob is a trading he is machine. Truly buying, selling, and holding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all this guy mm-hmm. does. That's all this guy does in real life and in dynasty football. Yeah, shout out Benny. I'm not giving you a Miles Sanders for Daryl Henderson. So <laughs> just stop it. Continue ben. on. You know what you're doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we. You know, it's this time of year. It is really about trying to get a gauge of your roster, get a gauge of the players and what happens in the previous year. And so that's what we're going to do tonight, Tyler. We're going to have a little fun. We've got about uh, a dozen or so players here that we're going to run through. And we want to see what you're thinking on these guys. Is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? Or are you just holding them right now? That's what we're going to try to figure out tonight. So Tyler, if you're ready, Let's jump into it. Let's do it. And we're going to kick things off with a Seattle Seahawks linebacker. We're not talking Bobby Wagner. We know we love Bobby Wagner. We are obviously fans of his, but we are going to start with his linebacker mate, Jordan Brooks. And we saw the breakout, Addy, that we were hoping for from Jordan Brooks, 24.2 years old, second season in the NFL, averaged 15.2 points per game in 2021. That was up from 6.8, 109 solos on 1,109 snaps, which was up from 402 in 2020. We saw Everything that we wanted to see from Jordan Brooks in the wake of KJ Wright's departure. So, Tyler, we have to ask from everything we saw out of Jordan Brooks, buy, sell, hold the Seattle Seahawks linebacker. Okay, I I certainly don't think he's a buy. Uh, The price is going to be pretty high, and especially at linebacker, which is pretty freaking fluid, right? Year to year. You're going to see guys show up just like Jordan Brooks did this year. You don't know who's coming in in the rookie class. So I don't think he's a buy. If he's on my roster, I'm holding him on. I'm holding for dear life. You didn't pay a lot for him. Let's assume you drafted him as a rookie. Uh, You know, Patrick Queen went ahead of him. Several guys went ahead of him. So you're probably getting him LB three, four, five, what, third, fourth round in, you know, a standard one QB, 12 teamer. And he produced to me, he was like MVP this year. If you factor in uh, cost of acquisition, whether you drafted him as a rookie, got him as a throw in on a trade, something like that. Uh, and he just produced. So I'm, I'm not selling him. What, what are you going to get? What are you really going to get for Jordan Brooks if you sell him? Like a late two, something weird. Yeah, right. the only argument I think you could make, Addy, is is this just a good time to cash out? Like, is are we going to see from Jordan Brooks what we saw in 2021, where he finished as the LB4? Yeah, I mean, I think Tyler's right. I mean, you sure you can, but is someone going to give you a first? Probably not. No, they're going to want to give you like maybe a maybe a second, maybe a second and a third. Maybe which could you even get a 2022 but, second at this point for Jordan Brooks? 
I would, I would, I would hope, hope so. so. I would hope so. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a, it's a hard time to be, uh, wanting picks, you know, in this next draft. So yeah. Um, if that's, if that's all you're going to get, you might as well just hold on all, you know, he's coming off 180 tackles. That's pretty useful. I mean, Bobby Wagner could be at the door pretty soon. So could I mean, be. um, depends on what happens with that Seahawks team. If we yeah. see him kind of blow it up, Bobby Wagner could be shipped out the door. And then what does that do to Jordan Brooks stock? I feel like that would only help. But yeah. And also I feel like a lot of people forget Jordan Brooks also has first round draft capital, mm-hmm. you know, that he does. I was so. just looking at that, Addy. So Kenneth Murray went 23rd overall. He was the first linebacker taken. Actually, I take that back. I'm lying to you. After Isaiah Simmons, who is the eighth overall pick in 2020, um, then goes uh, your boy Kenneth Murray, Josh, then Jordan Brooks, then Patrick Queen. So you're right. First round draft capital is pretty crazy. Yeah. And I think Tyler, you're right that, you probably could get Brooks as the LB four in most rookie drafts. His the year he came out. Oh yeah, I mean LB four five. Yeah, he was like a third, fourth round. Yeah, here's a good kind of this or that. Would you rather have going into the next dynasty season? Would you rather have Jordan Brooks or Logan Wilson? Boy, that's that, a good one. That is a very good one, Tyler. What do you think, Brooks? Just because I think he's just a better player. I think he's just better. Logan Wilson's a fine player, but I think he benefited more from injuries and just kind of being the last man standing. Seattle let K.J. Wright, who was an absolute stud, just let him walk. Like, you know, and then the writing was on the wall when they drafted Brooks. But I'd take Brooks because I think he's just a better actual NFL linebacker. Yeah, give a little credit, too, to Z-Max, because I know this was his one big kind of dark That's horse right. going into 2021. That's right. He was really bringing, banging the drum for Brooks. But and I yeah. think we saw a breakout that even eclipsed what the most optimistic sure. Brooks breakout believers would say. Yeah, I think Tyler's right. This is a hold. You can't buy him because the cost is going to be too high. And even if he is a sale, you're not going to get what he's probably well, worth. Yeah, let's it's just flip a, it. If we're saying you're only going to get a second— <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you paying a second for yeah, Jordan Brooks? If I can get him for a second, yes. But like uh, 202? I don't know, man. 202? But let's let's do this, though. The whole thing for me with picks coming up are, are you just looking to grab another Jordan Brooks with that second? Why Probably. not just keep the Jordan Brooks you yeah, have? Yeah, exactly. Would it you rather have like Jordan is, Brooks yeah. or Zayvon Collins? Yeah, Jordan I know. Jordan Brooks or... Jamin Davis. Uh, JOK. Yep. You know, it's a it's a Jordan Brooks. Well, I don't know. That's tough. JOK is I like the way he Pretty plays. Yeah. yeah, I like the way I like the initials. Sure, I like, I like the everything fact he's that it's got. Jock. <laughs> all right, so I think we're all in agreement here that um, Jordan Brooks is a hold. Oh yeah, yeah. We, Seattle sucks too. They're gonna suck the next couple yes, of years. They if are. Wilson's Especially gone. Especially if Russell Wilson's yeah, out. Yeah, that door. could be a that could be a you know that that team could be blown up. So next up here, Tyler, we have a defensive end who is 27 years old for the Minnesota Vikings. He is a free agent in 2024, but the Vikings can save $18 million against the cap in 2022 by moving on from Daniil Hunter's $26 million cap hit. Now, he only played seven games last season before ending up on IR with a torn pec, missed all of 2020 with a neck injury too. So those injuries are starting to get a little worrisome at this point. But he did average 16 points per game in 2021. So, Daniil Hunter, buy, sell, hold, Tyler. Buy. All day buy. We're talking, I mean, this dude's been in the league like five, six years. He's 27. He won't even turn 28 till what, like week seven or eight next year? He's a superstar. 
He's one of the best defensive ends in the league when he's healthy. And I would, I can't even, I don't, I have no idea what the rankings are, but I can't imagine anyone has him in their top eight, nine, ten dynasty defensive ends. So you could get him for a song, and the dude's a game changer, absolute game changer. I've loved him from the second he came out till right now. He's on a ton of my rosters. I'd like to get him on all of my rosters. I love that. That is a strong take <laughs> on Daniil Hunter, Addy. Where did you have him in like your? Updated dynasty ranks. Yeah, he's Was still he, he's still top ten for me. Still yeah, top he's, 10? he's like I think maybe seven or eight. Um, I'll have to pull that up. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm right there with you. I mean he's never been cheaper. Right. That's the thing. It's for me. The big lesson, Tyler, and I'm sure you can relate to this. It was it was more of a reminder than like learning it for the first time. But linebacker is so replaceable Mm -hmm. and you want to go elite edge rushers early in your startup drafts just to shore up that position. And I don't know that there's a cheaper elite defensive end that you can acquire right now than Daniil Hunter. Right. And we talk about it all the time. The the grown ass man Mm -hmm. phase of these career uh, of of these players careers. And Daniil Hunter is is right right in the middle of it, you know? Yes, that's true. He's, he's on that upward curve of the grown ass. Yeah. And another thing we we've talked about recently is how these, you know, and, and IDP, these older guys retain their value for a lot longer. They can still sure. be elite, uh, you know, into their early thirties. Yeah. That's uh, true. So I feel, I feel the same way about Hunter. Look at Cam just, Jordan. Right. Cam Jordan is a great example. A lot of Von Miller still balling out. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Hunter is definitely one of those types. Yeah, I guess one of the things that I'm kind of looking at from an outsider's perspective is, so I was worried about the whole neck fusion thing. He comes back this year and he's elite for several yep. games. Mm-hmm. The torn pec doesn't bother me as much as the neck injury. The neck thing, I wanted to see it on the field before. That's true. Really if it was in. reversed and it was torn pec and Correct. then the neck fusion, I would have more trepidation. But a pec doesn't really bother me. My So there's another plus and minus. The plus would be, he was performing this year with not a lot of help. Stephen Weatherly, DJ Wanham, um, Sheldon Richardson was there on the interior. He had more help probably from Kendricks and Anthony Barr than he did from the actual defensive line. I mean, I feel like the defensive line in Minnesota wasn't very good this year. But the thing that gives me hesitancy is the new regime in Minnesota. Could they let him walk? Would it maybe benefit him if he went to another team? You know, if if he went a la Bud Dupree and went to the Titans, you know, if he were to go and, and you know, I don't know what his the contract Falcons. looks like. Well, the Falcons have no money, but I'm just trying to think sure. of edge rusher needy teams. I don't see him like some of these guys that walk and then don't perform. I, I, I agree with you, Tyler. I think, that, I think that when he is on the field, he is still elite. And you're right that – I think me and Adam and Josh are probably higher on Daniil than the status quo. Most people in IDP, I would probably agree with you. They don't really have um, Hunter in their top 10 defensive line. He's seven for me. I just checked. Seven? Seven. That makes so, sense. That feels right, about right. Give me right the six front of guys Jalen Phillips. Of, okay. Right in front of Jalen Phillips and behind Joey Bosa. Okay. Nice. That's at bo- both Bosa bros. Bo- yeah. Miles Garrett. Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah, Bosa Bros, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Brian Burns, oh. Chase Young still, but I mean he might need to get bummed down. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. Uh, Tyler. Was Chase Young on here? We have. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I haven't looked through all of them thoroughly enough. But Tyler, Adam mm-hmm. mentioned grown ass man strength. You know, as an as an older gentleman yourself, mm. have you gained <laughs> access? to the grown ass man strength yet have you tapped into that it, it depends on my mood uh-huh. depends on my mood uh-huh. 
<laughs> I'll say, uh, I have, uh, what's the old saying? I'm as, uh, I'm as good once as I ever was. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what I like to think we are as once yeah. as I ever was. Thank you, Bobby. That's beautiful. Yeah, when, when, when you need it, you can tap into it. But, I mean, Hunter's still, I mean, the dude looks like he was carved out of stone, man. Yeah, he's like us. I mean, he came, he came into the league young. <laughs> Young. If you ever see this dude with a pick of his shirt off, it's like, nah, I'm. I, oh, yeah. I'm like, he, yeah, he's in the top three of dudes you do not want to mess with. <laughs> Don't want no trouble, so, Daniel. Yeah. Yes. I won't pronounce I mean, your name, Danielle, like I promise. That, you're automatically a tough son of a bitch, right? That's true. Life yeah, ain't easy for a boy That's named Danielle. That's why you had to get chiseled. That, a boy named Danielle. Yes, sir. That's hey, me and Tyler were trying to sing. Y'all messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move from. Edge rusher to linebacker here and go to apparently the Washington Commanders. I don't know if you guys saw this, but wow. the name has officially leaked because the dumbasses in their hype video, mm. you could zoom in through the window and see the nameplate in the locker room. Did y'all see this? It got <laughs> no. leaked. It's just typical Washington. Well, do you like it? Do you like Commanders? Not at all. No, I think Commandos. it's, it's, it's <laughs> That's what Allie said. It makes her think of Commando, and then you're just thinking of people's balls slapping around sure, with no one. Sure. Hey, so, Manscaped. Far for the course. I like it. They do need to get a Manscaped sponsorship if that's what they it's going to be. That's it. Manscaped so, Arena. <laughs> a Washington Commanders linebacker, Cole Holcomb, 25.4 years old, will be a free agent after this coming season. 14.1 points per game in 2021 on 1,021 snaps. Graded very very, very well. 80.8 overall PFF grade, 83 solos, 59 assists. So that's something like what? Uh, 142 tackles or something mm-hmm. like that. So hell of a mullet, hell of a mullet. We have to factor in, obviously Tyler mullet power bumps mm-hmm. you up in the rankings. So mm-hmm. Cole Holcomb buy, sell, hold. <laughs> I don't know. This is the kind of guy I'm going to try to package up. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that there, are, there are some guys that it's just not quite obvious. <laughs> Give him right? a fart, Josh. Give him a fart. I know you want to take it. I have no idea what to do with a guy like this. He's young. He graded well. Uh, you know, the team's a hot mess. And the last thing I could imagine they're going to do is try to invest again at off-ball linebacker. So we could see another... 800,000 snaps next year. Uh, but if he's on my, if he's on your roster, he's probably like your LB three, four, five. If he's not, you probably don't have a very good team anyway. So this is the kind of guy you're trying to move. The, the, he looks exactly like the kind of guy that's going to go into pack into a package for me to try to upgrade a wide receiver, a running back tight, whatever the position may be, or hell, you never know. You could even maybe flip him for a Danelle Hunter type. You know, they look at that mm. points per game, what have like you. That. I, mean, I like that. I just don't I think, think Tyler that, needs to replace me. Yeah, I just say. don't think his Can value on my roster is he's one of those guys that's probably worth more on your roster than he is on the open market. But uh, I, I'd almost rather just like, you know, you know, the trade where you're like, I'll throw in a third or I'll throw in a next year's second. Instead of doing that, here, here's Cole Holcomb, because this is the kind of guy that could fall off the face of the earth next year. Or he could, you know, just continue to do what he's doing. You know, the only hesitancy I have is his age. You know, if he were a little bit older, I'd be like, he's got to go. He's out of here. But yeah, who knows? I, that's a great point. I think the the move is probably because there is this there is this Jamin Davis trap door with mm-hmm. Cole Holcomb that you're just worried is the floor going to fall out here. 
Um, is it a Jordan Hicks? But then we saw Jordan Hicks did not get Zayvon Collins this season. He retained his value, but now you're left holding the bag on Jordan Hicks probably. And he hella old. Jordan he Hicks, is. He is he? approaching 30. Yeah. yeah. We say older, that hella old, and we're like mid thirties. That is that is a good point. Uh, but I do wonder: Do you maybe hold Cole Holcomb? He has another good season, and then he hits free agency. He's probably one of the biggest, buzziest linebackers on the market, and then you cash out at like peak value right when he signs with a new team. Yeah, I think that's a good call there. I so, think because he's still, he's going to be good next year. I don't. I don't foresee a world in which he is suddenly just worthless, unless right. he gets hurt. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know what John Bostic's contract is like, but hopefully Jamin Davis comes in and fills more of that Bostic role, as opposed to overtaking Cole Holcomb snaps. We did see Jamin getting some run at the end of the season, so and he's I'm so hopeful. much better than Bostic. And Tyler's right. That team sucks. From the top down, I'm not so sure Rivera should have stuck around in coaching. That dude might maybe should have retired. What is Heineke? Who is Antonio Gibson? Every tight end they roll out there gets hurt. Terry McLaurin is being wasted. That's another good point, though. When the when there is like that uncertainty in the coaching staff, like they they could come, you know, there could be a whole new defensive yeah. coordinator come in, whole new scheme come in, and that you know that could really affect a player like Holcomb. That yeah. whole Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen fight. That was not a good look. I just look, Bostic is a free agent. So it should be the Cole Holcomb, Jamin Davis show. Landon Collins will be gone. Yes. yes. He, yeah. will sh- he will for sure. So that you got to remember that too, Bobo, because Collins was not your typical, yeah. like a lot of box, not a box safety. Yeah. He was more like a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think there could be some serious thinning out of the competition for mm-hmm. Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis there. So I, I like the approach of hold unless yes, you can package trade someone like Cole Holcomb, but, and but, upgrade to a Daniil Hunter or a wide receiver or something like that. But uh, could this be the peak? This could be the peak right now. Could, yeah, totally. Yes, absolutely could be. <clears throat> For sure. Okay. If, if, if Jamin Davis, say, takes over that role. What is, becomes, peak, what is peak Holcomb value? What does it say? Is it a second-round pick, a late second-round pick? Are you? Uh, Boy, if you can get a second for Holcomb, I think you got to cash out, For sure. Right? What about a third? Someone's like, I'll give you a third for Holcomb. Uh, you can do it? An early third, probably. I like think- 303. <laughs> And earlier, probably would. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think peak is like what Tyler's saying. Just don't even worry with picks. Go get a Daniel Hunter and make somebody feel like they're fleecing you. Be like, oh, this guy traded me Cole Holcomb for Daniel Hunter. Well, good luck dealing with Cole Holcomb yeah. now. Yeah. So let's move to Dallas and a safety that really burst onto the scene, Tyler, in his first year as a starter. Going to be a free agent. So could be one of those situations where you capitalize on the buzz around this guy signing with a new team, potentially 13.2 points per game in 2021 on 1,012 snaps. He had 743 of those in the sweet spot, graded very well. 76.8 overall with a 90 tackling grade and a 76.2 coverage grade. Jaron Curse lit the world on fire for IDP coming out of just total obscurity. Tyler, I feel like there's an obvious answer here when it comes to buy, sell, hold, but I'm curious what's your take on Mr. Curse? I could just, uh, for me, a guy like Curse is probably going to be at the bottom of my roster, right? He's probably a guy that you picked up off waivers or like if you did a startup this year, you just threw a flyer at him, you know, in the super late rounds. I think we just I mean, a sell is it to me is the obvious answer. But what do you get? 
you know, what, what do you, it's kind of similar to Holcomb. What are you really going to get for him? So he's going to continue to rain on the bottom of my roster. I'm going to hold and just kind of see what happens. But you got to remember, he flamed out hard. You know, when he came out of college, I mean, you're looking at this dude. He's massive for a safety, but he was God awful. When he first got, I think he came in with the Vikings, uh, was pretty garbage. So he's kind of kicked around. Then he finally found a home in Dallas. And I think it was one of those, like, who else are we going to play? Let's just play curse. You know, shitty backers in front of him. So he's going to gobble up tackles. So to me, sell is the obvious thing. Similar to Holcomb. Let's try to package him up, get him gone. You're not going to get great one for one value for him. You're not going to get anything for him. So just see what happens. But. You know, if, if when he signs this summer with whoever he signs with, I, I'm ready to just flat-ass drop him if it comes to that. I hate to say it like that for a guy that was so productive, but we've seen this before. Yeah, seventh-round pick of the Minnesota Vikings in 2016. He is six foot four. Oh, yeah, he's huge. <laughs> Dude's like an NBA player out there yeah. playing safety. You don't see guys this big. I think he is a sell. And there's always, there's always context that has to be taken into account here. Do you have that overzealous Cowboys fan in your league who tries to gather up as many Dallas players as he can have? Do you have that box score points per game chaser in your league that isn't going to pay attention necessarily to the context of older guys switching teams, late breakout, maybe not going to repeat what we saw. That, I think, makes it a conducive environment to sell, Addy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You're not going to – it's going to be a hard time selling him right now for picks. I think the time to sell Curse is after your rookie drafts when everyone's trying to, like, clean up their rosters and they're looking for – you know, they need that safety too. And they're like, well, I can maybe – maybe I can go get Jaron Curse for a fourth-round pick or something. That's Mm -hmm. the time to sell a guy like that when you can get something for him. Yeah, agreed. Um, Because I think you could. I think a lot of people do that. You know, they're trying to – you know, just tie up, you know, whatever weaknesses they have in the roster, get depth. And they're, they're loose with the picks at that point. They have, they have, you know, it's another year before I have to think about these things. Yeah. Even if it's like a 2024 fourth, you know, I think that's, that's always a, 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 you know, sneaky little move. Just offering four, three, you know, right after the draft when everyone's yeah. kind of shot their wide and they're like, all right, don't Not, care about these picks. Don't even worry about 2023, dude, 2024, fourth round picks, you yeah. know, just whatever. Now we'll say, uh, that, yeah, if, if curse signs with like the Ravens or some kind of safety needy team and the hype is building, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it is like Tyler said, cut them if you have to, but man, before you do that, always throw them on the block and see if somebody will give you a pick for them. What if Dallas retains him? They've had some bad safeties for a while. DeMonte Kazee could be in a little bit of legal trouble. He had some situation last year. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but... Um, they definitely could. Keanu I mean, Neal is... Probably out yeah. with... Well, I don't know. Dan Quinn may come back, right? Is he coming back? He is. Dan Quinn is officially coming back. But Keanu Neal was bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was not good. And he more, he's more of a linebacker anyway. I mean, they officially a swapped him a to linebacker. Yeah. He was a linebacker on Sleeper, I believe. Yeah, I wonder, like, spot. is They're like Van Der Esch gone? Is yeah, Keanu right. Neal gone? Like, LVE played okay. Yeah. That neck, though, it's <laughs> it's, so, yeah, was so wide. It'll creep up on him. Yeah, just need to be careful with that neck, mm. Bobo. Yeah. All right, so I think we've got a pretty good handle on J. Ron Curse. What about the Tennessee Titans defensive tackle who absolutely 
tried to murder Joe Burrow in that divisional round game. Jeffrey Simmons, 24 and a half years old, second team all pro in 2021, 11.9 points per game in 2021, Mm. 933 snaps, graded very well overall, finished as the D tackle two behind Aaron Donald this season, put up a very strong showing. So defensive tackle, Tyler, especially one of Simmons's caliber. He's starting to live up to the billing that we had for him coming out of college. Buy, sell, hold Jeffrey Simmons. I think you got to at least try to buy him. I mean, for me, it's a real short list of best defensive tackles in football, and he's on it. He's right there with Donald, Chris Jones, Buckner. That's about it for me. When somebody says, who are the best defensive tackles in the game? Simmons is on that list. He doesn't have a super hot name. You know, there's a lot of people that just don't even know who he is, even in IDP circles. So, you know, if I'm in a league where it's combined DEDT with no premiums whatsoever, eh, okay. If I'm in a league that has DT premium and or requires defensive tackles, boy, he is super freaking valuable. You know, we could be talking like a top 12 overall asset in IDP because the dude changes the game. And I love him. I'm at least going to try to buy him. If I have him, I'm not selling him. I think that's the answer for all of us. Let's do this real quick. Little buy, sell, hold. Buy one, sell one, hold okay. one. Jeffrey Simmons, Christian Wilkins, Aaron Donald. Uh, buying Simmons. Yeah, I think so. Selling um, Donald. I'm selling and, Wilkins. And you're I'm, selling Wilkins. I'm going to hold. I'm going to ride Donald you're out. You're going to ride Donald into for the another, You know, he's going to be elite for another three, four years. What could you get for Donald at this point? Could you get a first? Shout out to Tom and Sticky for uh, I think their last episode of their pod. They started off, and Tom started talking talking about if you can maybe package Donald for for a king's ransom. Maybe now's the time. It's so hard to say that. Because it's just said it and forget it, bro. Said it and forget it. He's not slowing down. I mean, he's he's amazing. And especially, I don't know, I guess I think about him in terms of RSO where it's defensive tackle specific. In that league, he will never, ever be anywhere other than my team until retirement. Yeah. But – in leagues, last words. in leagues where it's defensive <laughs> line tomorrow. In yeah. leagues where it's defensive line, I could understand maybe moving him if somebody gave you a ton. So I'm going I'm buying Simmons, selling Donald, and holding Wilkins. What's your official answer, Bobo? What is what is what does the Tennessee line do? Is the Tennessee line gonna change at all next year? Landry's gonna be gone. Landry's gone, is but Bud uh, Dupree still Bud Dupree there? is gonna still be there. I think he's signed. Is like Landry f- gone for sure? Well, I don't that was they can't. They tag could bring him, him back. Yeah. They could bring him back. He's I worth the tag. Be, I think he'll be too pricey. The Nico Autry's gonna be there again. I don't know. There'll be some change up. It'll be a little different. I mean you're dumb to say that you don't want Simmons on your team, but if somebody came and gave you something stupid for him because Simmons had some pretty dumb numbers last year, um, I'd let him rip, man. If I were to get one of these young Christian Barmores or Christian Wilkins, um, one of the younger D tackles that's kind of comparable back plus a lot, I'd sell Simmons. Yeah, I mean, D tackle is one of those positions that unless you have that Aaron Donald. <laughs> what, that- was it? what was that pod? Otherworldly, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was back in our XFFL days. I think. <laughs> Early, yeah, the earlier draft times. recap pod. So Tyler, let's uh, let's give you tee you up here for Bobby's buy sell hold. Buy sell hold. Aaron Donald, Christian Wilkins, and Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, I think I'm in lockstep with you, Josh. Uh, just because Aaron Donald's going to fetch a price. I mean, well, everybody's got a price. I'll sell anybody at any time. I really don't care. 
And Aaron Donald's the one that's going to bring the highest price. You could probably flip AD for Simmons plus plus right now. And that's the type of moves that I like to make. So uh, Wilkins is an easy hold. He ain't sexy at all. You know, Wilkins doesn't do a whole hell of a lot, but you look up and you're like, man, I got six solos from my defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Thank you. Please and thank you. Yeah, this, yeah, the sacks aren't really a thing with Wilkins. Mm-hmm. I guess he gets a little bit, but yeah, I think he had like, what, 90 combined almost? Mm-hmm. That's that's really Crazy. valuable for a defensive tackle. Um, nice floor. Jeremy Simmons, man, he's uh, he's number three for me. I just looked. I have Aaron Donald, DeForest Buckner, and then uh, Jeffrey Simmons. That feels about right. I mean, I think it's those three... And I think that's probably the order that makes the most sense. So, yeah, I think that Simmons is a nice buy right now because you're right, Tyler. He's not quite getting the buzz, especially that an Aaron Donald or even a DeForest Buckner is And in. he's still just 24. Exactly. Mm. So great time to uh, cash in because I feel like especially D-tackle ages so well. Yeah. His, Even, his value did increase, though, in the playoffs. You still, it did. Everyone saw him just decimating Cincinnati's offensive line. Even in defensive tackle premium leagues, I don't know that I'm going to sell Donald to get even Simmons plus right now. Well, you're a Rams fan, so you're a little biased. Your Rams are in the points Super Bowl. Points-wise, though, how many more points did Donald have than Simmons last year? Oh, yeah. it was. I mean, Aaron Donald had, what, like between 13 and 15 sacks again, right? right? Something like that. Yeah. Simmons probably so, didn't have that many. There's just no one. No one's touching that at, at defensive tackle. Yeah, it looks like he had eight and a half sacks. Simmons nice. did. So let's move now to a player that, speaking of getting some love because of the playoffs, and he's a little bit of a controversial player depending on where you get your IDP news mm. from here at Tyler. We're talking about Trey Hendrickson, half of the widest defensive end combo in the NFL with Trey and Sam. Super Bowl Trey. Super Bowl Trey and yeah. Super Bowl Sam. Uh, Trey is 27.1 years old, signed the big money free agent deal in 2021, so he's going to be in Cincinnati for a while 13.6 points per game this season on 717 snaps now he did play 160 fewer snaps than Hubbard but was significantly more productive graded pretty well overall 72.4 with an 83.9 pass rush grade so we talked about that edge rushers defensive ends are hard to come by that's a premium position Tyler so buy sell hold Trey Hendrickson I think you just got to hold. Uh, I kept waiting for the bottom to fall out on this dude. You saw him in New Orleans, and he just blew up and just went crazy. You're like, yeah, that's the best we're ever going to see from him. And then he comes out this year and didn't do it again necessarily, but was pretty damn productive. So I'm I'm just holding. You got him for a song. Just ride this thing out, man. You don't want to go buying this dude because anybody that has him on their roster, if he's on your roster, you kind of know what he's worth. If he's not on your roster, he's just another kind of a name, a guy that plays some snaps. So I'm just going to ride it out. It feels like, Addy, this is probably your defensive end, too. Exactly, yeah. So that's pretty valuable. That's really valuable. If you can get a guy as solid as Trey Hendrickson as your DN, too, um, if it was any other position, maybe I'm looking to cash out, but Man, defensive end is just so hard to come by. Yeah, he's just very consistent. I mean, yeah, he he's uh, he's not one of these guys that's going to have you, the, you know, these monster weeks for you where he gets three, four sacks in a game. Mm-hmm. He's ba- I think he got like a sack for it seemed like all, nearly every week. Yeah. I mean, there was he was on a stretch there for sure. Like where he, he had got, uh, looks like fourteen sacks 
Yeah, well, he was on a he was on a real heater there. I think he he got like ten ten in a row or something yeah, every right. week. But again, he wasn't doing any like they they can't use him on you know um, non pass rushing downs. Yep. Uh, so that's you know he's not going to be someone getting a ton of snaps. That's just who he is. But yeah, as far as uh, as long as you don't expect him to be like a defensive end one, and you you know. Defensive end two, great. That's the thing is, because of where he is on your roster, mm-hmm. hopefully this is not a guy that you took to be your DM. No, but he's right. He was free. Everyone picked up yeah. Trey Hendrickson, you know, that last year, whenever Marcus Davenport was dealing with his mm-hmm. injuries in 2020 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Baba, what about you? Trey Hendrickson. I just sold him. I don't know if y'all remember. I know. You make a lot of moves. So two things. Joseph Osai is coming back, and That's he'll right. probably we eat forget into about those rug. snaps. Yeah. He's pretty good too. Um, yeah, Osai will eat into those Hubbard and Hendrickson snaps. Um, so I just traded um, Keenan Allen and Trey Hendrickson and Emmanuel Ogba for DeAndre Hopkins, Josh Allen, the defensive end, and I think a twenty twenty four second. Um, that's pretty nice. So there's a good example. I kind of see Nuke as maybe a nice buy right now because I think he's still tied there for several more years with Kyler, which is fun. Um, but essentially it was what it boiled down to was Hendrickson for Josh Allen. And Josh Allen's had kind of a couple, you know, okay years, not Hendrickson years, but I kind of saw it as a nice buy low opportunity on Josh Allen. Y'all would rather have Josh Allen probably than Trey Hendrickson. Yes. Tyler? Absolutely. Yourself? Oh, yeah, for sure. I love that trade. That's yeah. exactly what you want to do with guys of that ilk, at least what I want to do with mm-hmm. guys like that. And that, you know, shout out Zach Rowell. Also, go listen to the pod where these two goons were on vacation. That's right. And we had a Super Bowl preview in July with Jordan Ball and uh, Zach Rowell, the uh, Los Angeles Rams. That was right after the draft. Oh, my gosh. The Rams and the uh, Bengals fans in here. But um, well, that, what about our boy John Macri calling a Bengals Rams Super Bowl on the last episode of Big Nickel? He's a witch. He we don't witch. need to give him any more credit than <laughs> we already do on this ball that they give to every Canadian resident. But Zach really likes Osai, so I don't know. I think Hendrickson's a good sale. He's a sale for me. You're right. DeAndre Hopkins is not a free agent until 2025. Yeah, I thought so he, he was will be on What's the Cardinals this year because his dead cap outweighs. And his they're cap losing bit. tons of tar- I mean, Christian Kirk. We'll see what they do with him. AJ Green. But also, it's hard, it's hard to sell Keenan because Keenan oh, yeah. Herbert is fun, and Mike Williams is presumably maybe gone this year. Oh yeah, also. Keenan's going to catch a uh, you know hundred balls for another two years. Josh Palmer could be a nice buyer. Right I like now. him a lot. He's got some talent. They got a lot of money too. So yep. I mean, they could easily yeah, uh, second the, most the Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. yes. Second most in the league. So let's move to a linebacker here, Tyler. And this is a good name. I'm glad Arn pulled this one because I think it's easy to forget about this guy with all the hype that was surrounding his other linebacker mates. He is 22.8 years old. He was a rookie in 2020. Won't be a free agent until 2024. 11.2 points per game in 2021. Only played 123 snaps, though. We're talking about Jacob Phillips of the Cleveland Browns. The forgotten man there when you bring in an Anthony Walker and you draft JOK and we've the 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 uh, I think the shine was off of Jacob Phillips after those two moves, Tyler. So I'm curious now, buy sell hold Jacob Phillips. It's the easiest buy of all time. And the guy's a mega athlete. He hasn't played at all. He's been hurt more or less since he got into the league. Uh, 
Anthony Walker is ass. Malcolm Smith is ass. <laughs> JOK, I really like JOK, but they do not play the same position. What Jacob Phillips is going to do and what JOK is going to do are two entirely different things. Uh, you could probably go get him off your wire in a lot of leagues. In my leagues, he's just kind of hanging out of my IR, IR like he has been since the day I picked him up. So, I mean, you could get him for absolutely nothing. He may be on your wire right now. Fantastic athlete, can boogie, super young, and very few people even know who he is. So I'm all about, I was all about him when he came out because he got him super cheap. I'm all about him now because he's even cheaper. That's true. His price has somehow, yeah, gone down even more. And Bobby, I think there's two questions here that Tyler hit on that you have to ask yourself mm-hmm. is what's the pedigree? This is the player that famously, like you've talked about, kept Patrick Queen on the bench at times at LSU. Mm-hmm. And also another question you have to ask is, are his teammates ass? And I think Tyler has very well established the premise that his teammates are, in fact, ass. Mm -hmm. And so this is a great buy at 22.8 years old. Are you buying Jacob Phillips as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's kind of the Bobby Okereke to the uh, Darius Leonard. You know, everybody wants to talk about JOK. We've already talked about him tonight. And when we brought his name up, everybody's always kind of like, oh, I kind of like him. You know, but is Jacob Phillips the guy that's going to stay home? you know, and, and run defense and get more tackles while JOK is running around in coverage. Um, you know, I don't know how much exactly they played together on the field last year, but yeah, John Johnson sucks. I'm not real sure that Dell Pitt, if he's ready quite yet, um, that line is kind of weird aside from Miles Garrett. Um, I agree with you, Tyler. I think Jacob Phillips is not only does he have a super boring name and people aren't going to you know, it's cooler to say Jock, you know, than it is to say Jacob Phillips. Mm-hmm. But, dude, Phillips could be – he could be like Jordan Brooks this next coming year um, where, you know, he's a solid, solid LB2 for you. Cool, cool. Stay healthy. Yeah. yeah I, I read the name. I was like, oh, Jalen Phillips. This will be fun. And then I saw I know, it was Jacob yeah. Phillips. I was like, oh, oh man, crap. that's not as Come funny. on, Aaron. Tyler with the beautiful take. I love that. Yeah. that's. I mean, you can't say it any better than how he said it. Yeah. Just, I mean, what does he cost? Does he even cost you anything to acquire no. or just paying attention yeah. once your waiver is open? And I'd forgot that he even he played that well week 18. Mm-hmm. Balled out, had put up 32 points. Yeah, that's right. Only played weeks 14, 16, 17, and 18. Season high, 46 snaps in week 18. Uh, 13 solos, four assists, two tackles for loss, a sack, three pass breakups, a QB hit in that span. Yeah, so Nine tackles and a sack on 46 snaps in week, week 18. 18. That's yeah. beautiful. Yep. Love to see that. So I agree. This is a great buy low. There's not a lot of opportunities to potentially buy a starting linebacker for cheap because don't forget Anthony Walker is a free agent. Yeah, for sure. Now so, you do feel like they're going to bring in somebody on defense. Probably, but you know, cross your fingers. We've, not done, we've done this dance before of unless it's a free agent, right? That's yeah. coming in to replace Anthony Walker. If they draft someone, grab a guy like Christian Kirksey. That's what I'm thinking. Like Jordan Hicks. That's what I'm like. Uh, Neville Hewitt. They don't resign Devondre Campbell. <laughs> Neville Hewitt would be great. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> we got to get off this Neville Hewitt train. We've been on. Great. No, I'm saying it'd be great for much. Phillips. Oh yes, that would be great for Phillips. Yes. <laughs> so let's move to defensive tackle. We're going back to the position that we talked about, kind of being shallow and scarce. And Tyler, I am 
very curious your take on this guy because I don't know what to think. We love the video of him blessing himself after he sneezed and then thanking himself for blessing himself. Mm. We're talking about Quinnen Williams of the New York Jets. Bless you. Thank you. 24.1 years old. He will be a free agent in 2024 if his fifth year option is not picked up or if his fifth year option is picked up, which you have to think it will. 10 points per game in 2021. He missed weeks 16 and 17 with a shoulder injury and COVID graded pretty well on uh, only played 613 snaps overall grade 64.4. It feels like Tyler that Quinn and Williams, I think what we're hoping for is the Jeffrey Simmons kind of path here of high expectations and just a slow buildup period to seeing those expectations realized. What are your thoughts on Quinnen Williams and are you buying, selling or holding him? I kind of want if, if I have him on any roster, I kind of want to hold him because he seems like about the coolest dude on earth. He <laughs> just seems like the nicest guy you've ever met in your life. But man, he ain't Jeffrey Simmons, man. He doesn't have that kind of violence to his game. He reminds me of Jarrell Casey. Who Jarrell Casey was he was cool to have on your roster because you could plug him in and you know he was always gonna play 60-70% of the snaps and he's gonna have a couple blow up games here and there. But at the end of the day, he wasn't a difference maker at all. And and Williams is is like that to me. Uh I still think there's some name value there. What do you go like third overall? Uh he's still super, super young, so I mean, gut instinct says just sell him, get out, roll the dice again. Find somebody that can uh, make a real impact other than just kind of gobbling up a few tackles here and there. It does seem like, Bobo, that we may be entering into that territory with Quentin Williams that you are just holding out hope that the name value and the actual fantasy value kind of... Mm-hmm. converge at some point, right? That this yeah. guy that we had so much excitement for the next Aaron Donald at defensive tackle mm-hmm. for your fantasy team hasn't done it yet. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing with Quentin Williams right now? The thing that gives me pause with Quentin Williams is uh, Robert Sala, because now you look at Robert Sala, who has brought up Eric Armstead, who's been okay. And DeForest Buckner, who That's is right. elite. Um, so two pretty good defensive tackles in uh, San Francisco it's yet to be seen whether Quentin Williams can do that as well. Um, I see Quentin Williams very similar to like a, uh, not a Cole Holcomb, but, you know, one of these guys, it's just producing for you. And, you know, if, if it's defensive tackle premium leagues, just hold him, you know, because you're not really going to get a whole lot for him, I don't believe. Um, yeah, if it's not D tackle required, I really don't have agreed. much a problem shipping Quentin Williams off. If it is D tackle required, probably hold. Yeah. If yeah. it's not, he's so. not a target. If he's, if it's yeah, not required. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you are, Go you're holding, you're holding out. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, happens with as, him? Yeah. What, what, uh, if they keep Quincy, the, the Williams brothers together, you got to love that. I mean, yeah, you, that's yeah, just, absolutely. uh, that's just good for marketing. Good business. Good yeah. for karma. It's Everyone good loves for, some bros, you know, peace and love. So mm-hmm. 24 years old, that's pretty young. We yeah, say yeah. these positions, it takes a little bit for these defensive linemen to really break out. Yeah. yeah. So that is another kind of first year head coach too. 
Yes, I did like that uh, he came out and said that it will be an open competition between Mackay Becton and our boy George Fant at left Let's tackle. Oh, You'd love to Fant's see that. Fant's going to win that one. Yeah, I think so, easy. too, man. Uh, it's not been not been good reviews of Mackay Becton coming out of New York City. We're going to try and get Fant in the studio, maybe. I hope so. Yeah. Tyler, as fellow... Can uh, we get him in the studio, though? He I don't know. We'll have to do so. Or may collapse. <laughs> yeah. We are Western Kentucky grads. George Fant, obviously, is one of the biggest names from W. KU in the NFL. So former, yeah, great basketball, great basketball, basketball legend, probably going to have his name in the rafters at some point, just wild what he's been able to do in the NFL. So we are hopeful to get him in the studio and we do hope he wins that battle uh, with Mikai Becton for left tackle. So let's keep it rolling here. And Addy, I'm actually going to tee you up on this next one here because this is a guy I always associate with you. Oh, great. Los Angeles Chargers linebacker Drew Tranquil, 26.4 years old. He will be a UFA in 2023, 8.4 points per game in 2021 on only 560 snaps, 14 games played. And he started in seven of them with a 64.6 overall grade. I believe you right near the end of the previous season that we just finished acquired drew tranquil am i correct in that that is true yes so what was your rationale was this just <laughs> stashing him in the hopes that maybe he could be something i, mean, I thought i thought he was gonna play better and in, in 2021 <laughs> you know okay. i thought i was gonna get i just you know I, there was a you know kenneth murray was awful mm. that was confirmed early on so i just thought that tranquil would get a lot you know a lot more snaps more of the eight, 80 to 100 percent of the snaps uh, and look good doing it. And I mean, it would, just didn't really work out. Mm. It, he was fine. He's fine. He's a fine linebacker. I think Kaiser White uh, has a chance to leave. So that'll be great for his value. Uh, I mean, Tranquil's still a fine buy. If you can get him for what? Six. I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> may, hopefully he's, you he can just, uh, he's, he's in, on yeah. waivers. Yeah. Maybe he, he might be on waivers. Truly. Yeah. I think if, when if people he's start on waivers, up their rosters are, and are stuff, you, well, let's see what he's maybe, worth a roster spot for sure. Let's see what happens. Maybe post free agency and post draft, but the linebacking core for the chargers is suddenly kind of gross with Kenneth Murray bombing out. Now, Kenneth Murray should get a, another opportunity. I hope so, man. I really, and do. I think Staley has even gone as far as say that stuff. Uh, about Kenneth Murray that he's still, you know, he's still a believer, all that jazz. I mean, I guess you kind of have to, but uh, I mean, Kenneth Murray may be a good buy as yeah. well, just because the, you know, this was a guy that was, you know, cost a second plus before the season started. Uh, and now he could probably be had for like a fourth, maybe. Yeah. I'd say that's probably right. You could probably get him for a fourth round draft day if, if you want him. Yep. So Tyler no, Drew Tranquil. Not trading for <laughs> Drew Tranquil. Buy sell hold. You gonna give him to me for a fifth? Uh, yeah. You want him for a sixth? Come he didn't get even him. Say fourth. He went up around. Ah <laughs> uh, man, Tranquil's. And I said this back on the the Dynasty Playbook years ago. I said he's a lifer. This is kind of guy that's gonna be in the league till he's like seventy, and he's never gonna be the LB one for his own team. He's never going to play a thousand snaps. He's going to play special teams. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. He probably kills it in the weight room. He just seems like one of those guys. It's just a football guy. Uh, he's kind of similar to J Ron curse. He's on the bottom of my roster. Let's just keep him around. Just hold him. See what happens. You know how shit goes. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Once the season gets going, <laughs> especially nowadays, you're desperate for anybody at linebacker. You never know. It might be week mm-hmm. 10. You're like, my God, I just need somebody that's on a roster. Pop, yep. pop him in. True. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You know, the injury. I know, I know we're not supposed to say injury prone anymore, but the dude's hurt all the freaking time. Call it whatever you want, but, I mean, he's never going to play 16 games. So I like the player. I think he's a, a fine player, but far from a difference maker, but could be that guy. That gets you, you know, 8, 10, 12, 15 points in a week where you really need him deep in the season. So just ride it out. That's what I was going to say, Bobo. Tyler hit on it perfectly was in the same way that he sees Tranquil as a lifer, a guy that's going to be in the league forever. I just see Tranquil as this perpetual just week eight waiver claim that just you plug in in your hour of need and he saves you for a couple weeks until your guys get back healthy. He's not a guy I necessarily want to roster. If I have him, I'm probably holding him, you know, depending on how the draft and free agency shakes out. But it seems like his destiny truly is just waiver wire hero for a two or three week stretch. Yeah. Never forget 2021. We've started the likes of Al Shair, uh, Denzel Perriman. Micah Kaiser. Who is very similar to Tranquil, just always a letdown as far as the injury goes. That could be Tranquil. That that could be mm. reality one day. You need mm. to stop. You need to stop <laughs> spinning it. We're not going to give you anything. I'm for hoping him. for like Matt Milano type vibes. And they're both kind of cute. I'll say that. Is Tranquil handsome as well? Pretty hot. I mean, he's got Milano, cool hair. Milano is Tranquilizer. Like, he's got a cool, cool name, nickname. nickname. Did we get that going? Did that ever take yeah, off? Yeah, we tried yeah, to. We did. We tried to. He just didn't play more, good enough for us. More importantly, we buying or selling or holding uh, Brandon Staley. That dude's getting on my nerves. Yeah, he... Uh, he says all We're the right them. things a little too often. Yeah. We're selling them. We we need to who's, we need him to slip up. Who's controlling you, Brandon? <laughs> huh? I, I will say I don't like the hate he gets for all the you know going forward on. If I was a coach, legitimately every fourth down, I'm going oh yeah, for if it. that's on Madden, dude. I've, I've every single never fourth punting, down, ever. fourth down on your own three yard line. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Going for it. Yeah, fourth yeah. and fifteen. We're gonna we're gonna let it rip. It's like, hey, I'm gonna throw my punter out there instead of Justin Herbert. You know, one of the best quarterbacks. Who who converted like five fourth downs in a row yeah. the last game of the season. What if you just teach your quarterback to punt? That might be easier. Yeah, exactly. If, huh? if yeah. he's like, oh, nothing's yeah. open, just have him just rip a punt downfield. <laughs> rip a punt. <laughs> just let it rip there, <laughs> Justin. So, all right, moving back to Seattle. We mentioned Jordan Brooks to start off this segment here, and now we're going to skew much older in a different position. We're talking about Carlos Dunlap, who's going to be turning 33 here very soon. He will be a free agent in 2023 they can cut him in 2022 for a savings of 900k but a 5.6 million dollar dead cap it so why would you cut him at this point he averaged 10.7 points per game in 2021 on 482 snaps so not a lot of volume in terms of snaps played all 17 games but only was a starter once in week one so, Tyler, I have to wonder, we know defensive end, it's hard for it's a hard for a player out in these streets here, hard for a pimp, as Addy likes to say. But what are you doing with old ass Carlos Dunlap? It's another it's another good one. So uh I I guess he's still he has that's a cool ass name, right? Carlos Dunlap. He's been around forever. He was he kind of reminds me of like the KJ Wright of defensive lineman where he's always pretty good. You could always start him, but he never really had, I think he had one big blow up year of double digit sacks in his entire career. So 
you could probably you know, like toss him in on something. Anybody that knows what's going on knows he's probably on his last contract. You've probably seen the best games he's ever going to have, that little spurt he had at the end of the year that just came out of nowhere. Nobody freaking started him. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. no, of course no, not. No, dude, everyone started him at that third, like, because he blew up, what was it, like, weeks 15 and 16. Then they and put then him everyone in the was like, all right, yeah. 17. I'm trusting you in my championship, <laughs> yeah. Carlos. Nothing. I mean, just crickets. To me, like a quarter I, of a point or something. I don't even think he's a buy, sell, hold. I think he's just a straight drop. I don't want that dead weight on my roster. That's an albatross. I don't need it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think you just jettisoned this guy. What's he doing on this list? I don't know. Wait, I guess we're just trying to get some variety here. Maybe I think Aaron was probably like, this guy peaked at the end of the season. Could you get something for him? Yeah. Maybe no, we get it. Buy, sell, drop, Aaron. No, if you can get anything for Carlos oh, Dunlap. God, yes. Yeah, I mean, if someone's willing to give you a, uh, fifth, yes, right, please, a 15th McCaffrey. round pick, cha-ching. Wait, what round pick? 15th round. 15th round pick, cha-ching. All right, that's... Uh, I think that needs to be a new drop. <laughs> so let's talk about another old defensive end, though. Cam Jordan at 32.7 years old. He will be a free agent in 2024 with a $23 million cap hit in 2022 and a dead cap of 21.5. He could save the Saints $10 million in cap space in 2023, though. So very likely he's on the roster. But keep in mind, the Saints are $72 million over the cap. <clears throat> they are absolutely in the eighth ring of hell when it comes to salary cap space for next year. So who knows what is going to happen, but I'd say Cam Jordan is probably safe there. He was the DN for 15.5 points per game in 2021 on 831 snaps. The grades are beautiful. I'm seeing a lot of green here. 83.7 overall. Cam Jordan, Tyler, buy, sell, hold. Hold. This dude's dying on my roster. I mean... He's been there forever. He's been Mr. Consistent. There's no way I'm getting anything for him. I'm going to hold on to him for dear life. We're going to ride this thing into the sunset. It's kind of like Julio. If you didn't sell Julio two or three years ago, you missed your window. Let's just ride it out. That's what I'm going to do with Cam Jordan. Uh, another thing you can do with Jordan, in the middle of the rookie draft, let's say you're sitting at like, I don't know, 304, and you're staring down you know, a bunch of freaking bums. You don't want to take any of them. Float it. See if you can get him for that pick. You might can. If you got a team that's kind of crappy, that didn't go in anywhere anytime soon, you know, that's a pretty good little buy right there. I love snatching up older guys with rookie picks that I'm about to burn on some shithead that's never going to start for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that's your, uh, that you're just cursing yourself looking back at your draft board like two years later. Like, what right. in God's name was yeah, I thinking? Like, yeah. I play in a – it's a 14-team, 1QB with like 52-man rosters. I mean, this thing is freaking tough. And there are a lot of times I'll look at the end of my rookie draft and go, huh, I didn't make a single freaking pick. Because <laughs> every time I got on the clock, I'm like, I don't want any of these clowns. And I traded for a Cam Hayward or, you know, whomever. Yeah. But Jordan, for me, ride or die, man, we're going to go down with the ship. That's a great point. We never really talk about trading during your rookie drafts. It's, yeah, under yeah underrated, but probably that's underutilized. A, that's a move because usually what you're looking to do is maybe trade for future picks or trade back, but never really thinking about trading for actual players. Good time to get, yeah, that's your vets great. like that. I yeah. Love that. Mm. Yeah, because truly, you could have got Cam Hayward for yeah, like a fourth or a fifth last year, probably. Yeah, uh, when when someone's on the clock, or Cam Jordan, or Cam's, or just or the Cam Jordan, yeah, <laughs> Team Cam, Cam Newton, even. Ah, uh, Cam Akers. 
Oh, damn. Lots wow. of cams. Team Cam coming pretty. We know Team Josh is is a is a strong hey. strong NFL team. Team Cam though, pretty good as team well. Team Cam is good, sure. So, uh, Bobo, yeah, what are you doing with Cam Jordan? Uh, I'm with Tyler. I'm holding Cam Jordan. Yeah, because you're at most getting what maybe a third. The sell window is slammed shut at this point. He's too old. The value you're going to get back is not there. He's more valuable on your roster than what you would get coming back in a trade. I think. Yeah, twelve and a half sacks last year. Good gosh. 32 dude, years old and down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Blew up. I mean, my God, when they were making that playoff push, they, they didn't get over the hump and make it in, but he was doing everything he could to help them. The only worrisome thing is, is the saints cap situation and now no Peyton. Um, so what does that look like? No one should trade him. Yeah, they, should. they really should. Not they trading could, if every they, ass, even in Kamara, they everything. should, everything it should go to be a on that team. job. So the, I've, I have heard that the rumored candidate, and I I know I would love to see it. I think it'd be a big bump for all their defensive guys, is Aaron Glenn, mm-hmm. defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, who previously served there. That would be an arrow up situation in my mind for those Saints defenders. Yep. So I am with you all. Let's hold Cam Jordan. What about, Tyler, Khalil Mack? This is one of the greatest conundrums in all of fantasy football because Khalil Mack, obviously a great player, a lot of baggage attached to his name because of the actual trade from the Raiders to the Bears. He will be a free agent in 2025, but there are potential outs from 2022 onward. Uh, They have a $6 million cap savings, but a $24 million dead cap hit. Long story short, I don't think Khalil Mack is going to be anywhere but on the Chicago Bears moving forward. They get Matt Eberflus coming in from the Indianapolis Colts as their new head coach. He had 13.4 points per game in 2021, but only played 315 snaps, injured his foot in week three versus the Browns, struggled through the next four weeks, and was placed on IR after the week seven blowout versus Tampa. So, Khalil Mack. I want him on my real NFL team, Tyler. I don't know about my fantasy team. Buy, sell, hold Khalil Mack. I think for the first time since he's coming to the league, he's a buy for me. Uh, For me personally, he's been overdrafted since the second he came in. Uh, First off, amazing football player. Absolutely out of this world. Sets the edge, takes on blocks, keeps them square. Doesn't make a lot of plays, especially later into his career. Uh, some of it's going to hinge on, are we playing true position? So I play on MFL, so I'm still pretty old school. You got linebackers, you got defensive ends. He's always been a linebacker, except for here and there, he's a defensive end. If he's a defensive end, obviously his value goes up considerably. Uh, if he's a linebacker, I just couldn't possibly be less interested. But he's going to go for nothing. I mean, the shine is definitely worn off of him. I mean, he was the the hot name for years and years and years. So even if I'm in a league where he's a linebacker, I'm still somewhat interested. Uh, like, a, you know, a lot of guys, we roster Anthony Barr. You know, what, what's the real difference in stat lines that those two guys put up? Both are fantastic NFL players. Both players, when they're healthy, are going to play the lion's share of snaps. And that's a big ask anymore from a linebacker. You don't have two or three guys hogging 80, 90, 100% of the snaps anymore. So uh, price dependent, which I can't imagine you're going to pay very much for him. Uh, you know, uh, I'd sniff around, see what I could get him for. 
Bobby, I got to wonder as the guy who talked about your strategy this year being deploying some of these edge rusher guys that were listed as linebackers in our RSO league. Yeah. Khalil Mack falls squarely into that bucket. Any interest in Khalil Mack? Give me Robert Quinn instead. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. But uh, no. any interest in his teammate? No, if you look at look at the guys that I rostered, Harold Landry, Hassan Reddick, uh, Matt Judon, Marcus Golden, both all those guys had more sacks and probably had higher points per game. I'm surprised Mac even had 13.4 points per game in, in uh, 2021. That seems like more than what I remember um, just because Robert Quinn was elite. Robert Quinn in RSO was a top five linebacker at the end of the year. It may have been like a top 10 overall IDP. Let's see it. Let's see him do it again though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, Mac is nothing. Is Robert Quinn owed a new contract? This is kind of his playbook. Oh yeah. I don't think whenever it's time to get paid, let me turn up the heat. Maybe, maybe I think he got, I'll I'll look up his contract. I'm I'm with Tyler, new coaching scheme. Um, you know, new coach there. I'm not interested in Mac at all. I could drop Mac, honestly. I think he said bye. He's buying Mac. Yeah, he's I'm, buying Mac. I'm, oh. I'm buying Mac as well. Oh, I think boy. he's a perfect candidate to do, you know, the thing where you try and trade him at the draft for like mm. a fourth or fifth round pick. Because, I mean, unlike Cam Jordan, uh, Mac, you still have a chance, I think, at maybe two or three elite years. He's still a guy that get, will get you, you know, between – 13 and 15 sacks. He has that in him. So I, I just mean, still see him as a linebacker though. Mentally, I guess if he's in a, you know, sleeper, if he's dual, del- if he's, he gets position and he gets the right, he gets solid tackle numbers though. Still he'll, he'll get like, you know, early on in his career, he was getting like 80 tackles, mm-hmm. but he'll still get probably like 50 to 60 tackles, which is fine. Good Lord. Robert Quinn signed a five year, $70 million contract with the bears. Damn. So he's there through 2025. Hmm. They do have a potential out after this year. They can save $5 million in cap. But one thing I don't like, though, potentially in Chicago, is them losing Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sucks. He probably is going somewhere else, if I had yeah. to guess. What so, about our boy at Trevathan? He's still there? He was, but he was on IR. Okay. Yeah, he was He was banged up. I think it may have been an elbow injury or something. Talk so. about another bad team. Bears are a bad team. Hopefully turn things around. We'll see with Eberflus. He's got to get the right offensive coordinator in there. I think they ended up hiring Luke Getze from the uh, the quarterback's coach from oh, the yeah. Packers. So that could be a nice uh, way to develop a young quarterback there, and you pluck him away from a division rival. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Eberflus wasn't the hire I thought they were going to go with. I love all these hires coming out of these Lafleur and McVeigh systems. Like, who is McVay's shoeshine guy? Yeah. We want him. Bring Who him brought in. him coffee this year? <laughs> we want him as our new offensive coordinator. Let's hit a free agent here. And this is one of my original babies, Tyler, on our first ever episode. I talked up Jayon Brown as a dark horse breakout. So I've got a soft spot for him. 26.9 years old. He will be a free agent. Did not have the season that we were hoping for. Only 7.3 points per game in 2021. Uh, 421 snaps, 10, 10 games played, five of those started. He got his starting job back when returning from injury in week nine, was demoted to a backup role on in weeks 15 and 16 before landing on the COVID list. Did not grade well across the board. So a lot of times, uh, Addy has kind of opened my eyes to this idea of coming in and buying low on these guys that everyone has kind of lost interest in. So buy, sell, hold, Jayon Brown. I'm selling, man. It, it was fun while it lasted. 
It really was. We had a couple years of 100 tackle seasons. You know, what What really got me this year is, yeah, he was hurt, this, that, and the other. But when he comes back and Zach Cunningham off the streets is taking snaps, and I like Zach Cunningham just fine, but let's be honest, he's not very good. Uh what? I think it's I think it's <laughs> over. I think I think it's over for Jayon Brown. I think he's gonna kick around on rosters for a little bit and just fade to black. I don't think we're ever gonna hear anything from him again as far as fantasy relevance. So uh it, those few years it was fun, man. You got him for free. He might have even won you some money. He won me some money in a few leagues. Uh but I think I think it's over for him. I really do. Mm-hmm. You think it's time to cash out, Addy? Just yeah. if you can get anything at all, I think sell so. them. If I not, just so. cut them. Yep. And I, yeah, it's gonna be a hard time getting anything for him. Truly. The only hope I have is he maybe signs a you know halfway decent deal with a new team that's very linebacker needy. Try to cut. Ca- My move is always try to cash out right after they sign the deal. Yeah, you're not gonna get anything for him. That's the thing. So I mean, you might as well honestly you may just want to hold him, hoping that he goes somewhere sexy, and then that's when you sell him. Hold him until he, he lands somewhere because he will, he will land somewhere. He'll land a job. So yeah, that's when you sell him. Yep, you sell him immediately. And when, if you when can't he get any interest, you kind of know at that point, like, all right, I can hold you this. Just continue guy. to hold him, hope that he gets a role in the year, yep. and then you sell him early on if he does. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking for the next winner to yeah. sell. Hey guys, he scored eight and a half points. Does anyone want this dude? Please God, give me a twenty twenty five seventh round pick. The only way he's a buy is if. XFL points count in fantasy. <laughs> you stop it. You stop it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It hurts my heart to say it. My baby Jayon Brown has reached the end of the road. Well, look, when you're getting benched. Bye, Jayon. When you're getting benched for Zach Cunningham, yeah, who we look. know is a walking trash bag and that David resembles Long's a football player. Pretty David solid. kind of good, too. I kind of like David Long. Yeah. He had a nice season. He did. He got banged up. You hate to see it. But, yeah, I think that it seems like it's well, going to be uh, – Zach Cunningham there, crazy enough. And the other yeah. thing that needs to be taken into consideration, too, is that Vrabel plays so many players. They played the most players in NFL history this year. So we, I, something needs to be looked at. I need to. Cunningham's um, probably not going to stick around, though, right? They're going to cut him, aren't they? His contract is weird. I can't make out. I feel like they wouldn't have it. signed him. I feel like they wouldn't have picked him up if it meant they were on the hook for his contract. He brought I his, think they have. He a, got paid. Yeah. I think they have an option to bring him back, and it's not like the full uh, contract that he is owed. So he brought his Texans playbook. That's all they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> see, is that? Yeah, true. <laughs> so he, so David Long is under contract with the Titans for another year. He's not a UFA until twenty twenty three. So what about I Rashawn think, Evans? He's still there. I think he's gone. Is he? Is he? I, I think. think so. I think so. I think he might be hitting the. Gosh, if they lose, yeah, they're going to lose. Well, you, you That's think- Mon- Monty Rice season, baby. Monty Rice season finally. Mm. I think so. I mean, it's going to be Monty Rice and uh, David Long. Mm. I think Cunningham will be around. I do. I think I don't necessarily think they're going to he's going to live out the entirety of that contract with the Titans. But I think he's probably around for another year. I really do. Tyler, you you got any feelings on Monty Rice buying him? Not really. I mean, I I don't think they're real LB1s on the roster right now, at least not maybe for next year. But like looking in, you know, the crystal ball or trying to read the tea leaves. I just don't think it's there. Long's a fine player, but he's not the man, especially with so many one linebacker sets being run out right now. I think that's a lot of why you saw Tennessee with their inconsistency with snap counts. They just didn't know who the guy was. 
And it's weird too because, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, with being how elite he is on the interior, um, normally a la Aaron Donald with anybody behind him or DeForest Buckner with, you know, Darius Leonard behind him, a lot of times that defensive tackle presence, you know, that elite D tackle presence will produce a really solid LB1 for you. Um, but I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's funny with Tennessee, you want their defensive line and you really want their secondary. You know, you, much of those guys run around getting picks and, you know, racking up tackles. Kevin um, Byard. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Hooker has been fine over the years. You watch your mouth. Sorry. Sorry. Prostitutes is the preferred term. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, speaking of prostitutes, let's talk about Logan Ryan. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> Rashawn Evans has the kiss of death. They did not pick up his fifth year option, mm. which He's, essentially. He He's not good. Which essentially means we care so little for you that mm. we will make a conscious choice not to have you on our roster. Mm. Like we will jettison you a year early. Is he a former first round pick? Uh, I, guess I guess if he he's was, got an option, he has the fifth year option. That's surprising. That's a that's a swing and a miss right there. That's what we're trying to do with Macri, but he's not figuring it out yet. We're not picking up his <laughs> not option. Picking up his fifth year option. <laughs> he's probably not picking up ours at this point. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so let's wrap up here with the player that Aaron described as fantasy mouth herpes. Just when you think he's gone. He pops back up. We're talking about <laughs> Logan Ryan, 30.9 years old, 12.4 points per game in 2021 on a thousand and three snaps, fourth amongst all giant defenders. A lot of green on the PFF grades. So I got to wonder, Logan Ryan, he may be old and we may be comping him to a cold sore, Tyler. Buy, <laughs> sell, hold. Logan Ryan. Just hold him, man. He's it's like the forty third year in a row that he's done this. He did it when he was a corner, man. He was a freaking cheat code when you had him as a corner. So just hold on to him, man. The dude just makes plays. And it, it, you remember, uh, God, what was that freaking guy's name? Uh, drawing a complete blank. But he's just the guy. He just they bring in someone else and they can't overtake him. They try to give someone else some snaps. Next thing you know, eh, let's just get Ryan back out there because he knows what he's doing. So he's just a fantastic football player. He's been around forever. He's probably still got some gas left in the tank. Just hold and uh, continue to enjoy your 12 points a game. That's right. Aaron Lilly wrote here in the dock. Also is a cheat code in RSO where he's listed as a cornerback. Peppers is a free agent in 2022. Something mm-hmm. to keep in mind. Uh-huh. So another nickname here. So fire up Kirk Herp Street <laughs> with confidence. So just all the herpes jokes. Get this dude an Abreva sponsorship and uh, let's fly into 2022 with the fantasy cold sore. I agree. I think he's a hold. He's sort of the underappreciated veteran a la yeah. Cam Jordan of like, you're not going to get much for him. Like an Antoine Bethea. Malcolm yeah. Jenkins is going to be one of the, I mean, yeah, can play a lot of different positions, just extremely valuable to, to a uh, NFL team. So yeah, I love Logan Ryan. Yeah. But they was the name I was thinking of. I thought I, I kind of could sense it. I was like, he's, he Bethea. just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept yep. doing it. And you're like, I mean, hell he was still getting drafted this year and the dude hadn't even been in the league. People just, like, just pick up with a yeah, 57 years old. Yeah. He's like yeah. the Brett Favre. He's just still in the system for some reason. Like, let's go grab this. He guy. still has, he had a freaking ADP this preseason. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe I should that speaks just go to a larger issue. Yeah. We're talking about bad players right now. I feel like 
Who? Like these are bad teams. I mean, I'm sorry, not bad players. Seems like we talked about a lot of bad teams. Oh, yeah. the Tennessee That's, Titans were okay, but their defense was to pretty the bad. uncertainty because what if what if these bad teams want to upgrade some of these positions? I don't want Logan Ryan. Y'all can keep him. Send me your. Fourth. You just want the sexy names. Send don't me you? your fourth. I'd love to trade you, Logan Ryan. I just want to kiss him on the <laughs> mouth so I too can have. I'm only saying that if you're cont- if you know that you're a contender, that's the only time you're trading a fourth for for somebody like that, mm-hmm. right? You know that you're you need a you need a safety one, Logan Ryan. What if you're a pretender though? No, of course you're tra- you're selling. What are we doing with Blake Martinez? Man, I think a he's a good question. buy. I think he's a, a really good buy too. Because mm. I mean, have I got you thinking about it now? Saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye bye. <laughs> he's. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's gonna be fine. I saw where he was at the presser for the GM. That's always a good look. Mm. Um, and also was tweeting out like that Sterling Shepard. Uh, he said, this feels like a key and peel skit where I saw that like Sterling Shepard's all in for this team. And his ass is probably on the chopping block, like right away. So I just thought, what's Blake, what's Blake up to? Y'all seen that Kadarius yeah. Tony tat on his back. Blake Martinez has a Kadarius no, Tony. No, tat. No, no, Kadarius Tony's own tat on his back. <laughs> no, oh, nice. It's, it's a lot it's of himself. It's about him and his number and new york city and all right good for him a lot involved tyler what are you doing with blake martinez is he uh, a good purchase as well right now i think he's a great purchase because i hadn't thought of the name in about 18 months so i i live and breathe this crap so if i haven't thought of him in 18 months anyone that i would consider to be a quote-unquote casual player really hadn't thought about him and the dude's a tackle machine what did he do how did he get hurt ACL, ACL, um, yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's no big deal yeah, these days. I feel like yeah, ACL used to be a, a truly like a death knell. Yeah, and then that's not fine. anymore. I mean, come back from that in shoot, six nine the, months. Now the Achilles ain't even a death knell anymore. Know, yeah, thank right. You Cam Akers for that well, may make you fumble. Hey, a little modern more. medicine boys, easy, Josh. Easy. We live in a beautiful time. We sure do. We're <laughs> so blessed. Tyler, you have blessed us tonight, and we appreciate you tremendously coming on and sharing your buy, sell, hold wisdom with us. This was an interesting group of players, a nice mix of guys that you really don't want on your roster, guys that are good holds, dudes that we're looking to acquire, and some dudes that we're looking to sell. So, man, this was fun. Let's do this again. We loved having you on, Tyler. Your debut, you knocked it out of the park, and uh, we appreciate you, my friend. Likewise, uh, it was super fun. I, I love you guys' show. I haven't I haven't been active in the community in quite some time. I don't even know where you found me. You dug me up from under a rock or something. But uh, I had about two two and a half years worth of takes to get off my chest, and you uh, indulged me. So I appreciate it. Remind the folks at home where they can follow you over on Twitter. I know how much you want to engage with the community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very eager to interact. Uh, I'm on Twitter at HBombIDP. I don't tweet hardly ever. Uh, if you do see me tweeting, it's probably because I've had a few bourbons. Mm. And uh, It's the best kind of tweeting. Yeah, I, oh, just, just god-awful tweets when I have had a few. But, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at on Twitter. I don't, uh, don't do a whole lot anymore. I just kind of lay low. But yeah. uh, if you were to choose... To follow me, that's where you could find me and find what I think are funny tweets and retweets. I was going to say, his meme game is He's a great follow. He's a great follow. Very fun. Tyler's like a good Kentucky bourbon, just sitting in a barrel somewhere, just laying low. Sure. Just (laughs) Just Asian. Just judging. (laughs) 
Very well said, Addy. I think we'll get out of here on that. Appreciate you again, my friend. We will do this again here soon. Thank you all for listening. This has been a very fun episode. We hope you all have enjoyed. Got a very special treat for y'all coming up next week. Evan and Tom Kisslingberry are going to mm, be digging wow. into his well, defense. Stat boys. Our stat boys <laughs> are going to be digging into Tom's defensive handbook that he just dropped on Twitter. So make sure you check that out before the episode drops next week. I think we're going to have that recorded on Tuesday and coming out a little earlier than what these episodes usually drop. So keep an eye out for that, man. It is just the start of some awesome stuff that we have coming up for you all these next couple months. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss what we got cooking, but taking us out once again, as is tradition, Sugar Daisy, hit us with it. Yeah.